Hello and welcome to the Natural Birth Co podcast. I am so pumped to be here today. We are in a conversation with Amy, who's a different Amy to myself, and she is telling her birth story. Now, she's one of our NBC mamas and did the Abitons birth workshop with us, her and her husband, Nathan. And they just went on to have such a beautiful, intentional, value-based birth experience that was just so perfect for them. And there's a couple of things that I really want to emphasize in their experience right now that I want you to keep an eye out for. And there are a couple of things that I really want you to, you know, take away from this birth story podcast. So first of all, I don't think I've ever seen anyone exhibit value-based decision-making as well as Nathan and Amy did in their pregnancy and their birth experience. So they just perfectly as a team analyze the research, listen to the advice of the healthcare practitioners, and through the lens of their own values, make the decision, what they believe is safe enough, not safe enough, etc., to make their own decisions about everything that happened in their pregnancy. So in this podcast, you'll hear how she did it with induction, how she did it with episiotomies, with epidurals, with vacuums, with all of the goods, how she weighed it up and what her choices was were. Sorry. Now, something to emphasize here is that these were the right choices and decisions for Amy. And where she went right here is that she very intentionally looked or her and Nathan, sorry, looked through the lens of their values. Now, this may not, they might have different values to you. So I'm not saying their choices are the right choices, but they really, really well looked at every decision through their own values. And that's what I really encourage all of our NBC mamas to do and obviously all mamas in general to do. So that's a really great takeaway. Another really great takeaway that they both did is They did what we call set the standard in pregnancy. And what I mean by this is that when you are well, you are healthy, you are happy, you are comfortable. So you're in that kind of third trimester of pregnancy and you are thinking about decisions such as induction, such as epidurals, all of those sort of decisions. I really recommend setting that standard in pregnancy rather than when the time's closer, because when you're 40 weeks pregnant, you are going to be feeling a lot different, a lot more emotional, a lot more enticed into decisions that you don't necessarily want, but they are way more tempting at that moment. Same as during birth, when you know you are 12 hours deep into active labor, you are going to be so much more enticed to the epidural, and it is really important to set your standard in pregnancy of when you're happy to be induced and when and if you're happy to have the epidural. So that's just a really great example that Amy shows in this podcast as well with both of those things, the induction and the epidural. And they're the two main ones that we break down in our birth workshop as well. So yeah, really interesting um, story. Definitely so keen for you guys to hear it. And I also, sorry, lastly, absolutely adore how Amy... um, goes through her breastfeeding experience and I think it's a really great experience for you guys to hear and kind of realize how different everyone's birth uh, sorry 
breastfeeding experience can really look like. So aside from that, I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. I did want to just mention um, a couple more things. We just released for free uh, two more birth meditations. They are on the Insight Timer app, which is free. And then you just search Natural Birth Co. There's a bunch of meditations and I added two more ones specific to labor. So they are designed literally in the middle of labor to put on. There is one that is just me counting your breath. And I know that sounds basic AF, but honestly, the mamas have been asking me for it. So many different mamas have said, I just want you counting to four and then back to eight over and over and over again. So I've done exactly that. And that's on Insight Timer. I've also done another um, birth meditation, which I just think is really, really beautiful. And I think the mamas are really going to love it. So, um, There are birth affirmations in this meditation. There's cues to relaxation. There's breath work. There's reassurance. There's um, focus points. So um, that one is also on Insight Timer. And honestly, I like did the recording for both of these and then I just put them on loop like four or five times. So they're pretty long, um, but they're just the same thing on loop a fair few times. So give them a listen, do some meditations over them in pregnancy. And then if they're enticing, feel free to put it on during your birth experience as well. Um, other than that, by the time this is released, it's been a while ago, but we just on the weekend had our pregnancy wellness day. So this was like a month ago from the time that you guys are listening and it was absolutely amazing. We are definitely going to be doing more pregnancy retreat days. I think um, myself and Caitlin from Her Women's Health Physio will probably run them together and um, and we're even thinking of doing some mums and bubs postnatal retreat days as well. So if you're interested in in either of those definitely let us know we might do like two a year of each so yes yeah, super excited about that I think that's a really wonderful offering to um to post for you guys nothing too hectic nothing too educational focused or exhausting it's just meant to be a really nourishing soulful day for the pregnant and postnatal women so I'm super excited about that and other than that that's all we've got. So I hope you really enjoy this podcast and I'll talk to you soon. Birth affirmation of today. I can handle this. My body would not give me a labor that I cannot handle. This labor is not bigger than me. It is me. This podcast is brought to you by Natural Birth Co. We help women and their partners prepare physically and mentally for a natural and empowering birth experience. With pregnancy yoga, Pilates and workshops, all led by our registered midwife, we have a studio here on the Sunshine Coast, Australia. Otherwise, all of our services are available online. You can learn more at naturalbirthco.com. If you wish to advertise on this podcast, you can visit naturalbirthco.com forward slash pregnancy dash podcast. Now enjoy this ad-free episode. Alrighty. Thank you so much for jumping on the podcast with us, Ames. Thanks for having me. Us. Us. Yes. Such a pleasure to have you here with Lil. And I was saying before the podcast, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> you are such a good sharer. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen Lil since she's been walking around eating food. And it's just so amazing to see. She's a lot. She's busy. <laughs> So good. So I know Ames because you came and did our Aberton's birth workshop when you were pregnant with this little one. 
and she is your first babe. And then you went on and endeavoured into your birth experience, like what, well into your 41st week, maybe even after 40 seconds. 42 plus one when she was 42 born. 42 plus one. Mm. Yes. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So I'm so keen to go deep into this again. And I feel like we haven't really gone super deep into the actual birth. Not yet. Yet. So I'm really pumped to hear about it. So do you want to start? Um, actually, I reckon even start with, your preconception and how, um, oh, that's fine. How we were kind of unsure with <laughs> how you were going to go and how it actually was much easier than we thought. Yeah. So, um, like early twenties, mid twenties, I thought we might have some fertility issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but when all the tests came back, everything was you know normal. They said you shouldn't really have any issues, but wait and see. Yeah, so I'd been on and off contraception hormonal contraception for quite a while Um, and then I met a lovely GP and she said let's look for like long-term pregnancy sort of thing yes make sure it can happen yeah Um, and went off the Implanon but that was at least two years before we even thought about Lil Uh, (laughs) (laughs) struggling there what's this no more touching (laughs) The biggest tease to do for a baby, my God! She's like, "What the heck are you thinking in trying to get me to not do that?" <laughs> <clears throat> okay, where was I up to? Um, yeah, you saw the GP. That's right. Yeah, feel free to say her name because we have listeners everywhere. Okay, Alison Rowan. Yeah, on the Gold Coast in Mermaid Beach. Cool. Could not recommend more. Love cool. her. Um, so she just sort of validated and was like, let's get to the bottom of this. Your periods yes. are crazy. There's no reason why they should be. Yes. Let's sort it out. So, Because yeah. you were having three a year at this point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were really sporadic, like three to four a year, and there was no reason why it should have happened. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, on the Implanon, everything normalised. Um, yeah. But then near the end, I just got these crazy heavy periods yeah. And horrible symptoms, which I hadn't had before, like pain and cramps and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And she just said, let's get rid of all this junk. Yeah. Let's go back to basics. Yeah. Natural and we'll just see what happens. Mm. And then probably like three, four, five months later, got my regular cycle, 28 days on the dot and just yeah. kept going from there. So good. Yeah. So, so good. That was all fine. Things were looking good. Um Nathan and I wanted to wait to have babies till after we got married. Yeah. But we were one of the many COVID weddings that kept getting delayed and dramas with the dates there. Mm -hmm. So we eventually got married late 2021. Yeah, okay. And then we said, we'll try after. Might take us a while. We'd planned for, you know, at least six months of trying. Then we'd, you know, investigate further if we had any issues. Yeah. Um, but we got pregnant the very next month, so we're very lucky. And we know how lucky amazing? we are with that. And it just, yeah, happened. First first try. Uh-oh. That's just so fantastic. Like, what a relief. Yeah, huge relief. It's just so common these days to have <clears throat> difficulties with yeah. conception, so I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're very grateful it happened. So good, mm. so good. So then where did you go from there? You were down in Goldie at yep. the time. Yep. Um. No. No. We were on the Gold Coast then, uh, on the Sunny Coast then. Sunny Coast. Yeah. Cool. So we moved here in March yep. 2021. Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Okay, cool. So where did you go from there? You were working, both working at the hospital. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And how did you go about preparing for that, like, pregnancy and birth then? It or, like, what was the, even happened. the initial thoughts? Like, 
We is were like, oh my God, that or? was so fast. Like yeah. I honestly thought it would be like a year down the track, six months down the track. Yeah. I thought we'd have some, you know, months of trying, nothing totally. happening. That's normal. Totally. But yeah, very fast. So it was just sort of like, oh, wow. Okay. That's quicker than I expected. Let's sort of, let's do it. Like, yes. Wow. Yes. Go for it. So it just sort of, the weeks just went by. And I think, like I was saying to you earlier, because we got pregnant so quickly and so easily, I kept sort of thinking, oh, something will happen. Like it won't stick, you know, like just prepare for that. Have it in the back of your mind. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. And then we got to 12 weeks and I was like, okay, (laughs) great. Still pregnant. (laughs) And, you know, it just sort of stayed. (laughs) Yeah. So. Then I was like, okay, we're in it. We're having this baby. Like, well, let's, let's like go. Well, at like 25 weeks, it's like, okay, I'm actually going to entertain the thought that I'm pregnant now. <laughs> yeah. And like, I wasn't showing. I was so tiny. So I just, I was sort of in denial. I was like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. Like, no one really knows. Like a few friends at work knew and yes. family, obviously, but that was it. I was like, Amazing. oh. Amazing. And then sort of the world knew and I started showing. So I was yes. like, okay, yeah, I'm proper pregnant now. Yes. And so your pregnancy was pretty, I guess, not easy, but like, not super dramatic, like you weren't super sick or anything like that. Oh, definitely easy you in were? comparison. Oh, no, yeah, like yeah. I've heard some horror stories and yeah. poor Ez was very sick. Um, so like I was nauseous. I didn't vomit a lot, but yes. was still feeling really unwell until about 16 weeks. But yeah. like I swam in a triathlon at like 19 weeks. So oh like I wasn't gosh. that sick. I was fine. So, so I was still training, I was swimming, still going to the gym. But yeah, just modifying exercises after like 20 weeks or so to be safe. Yeah, I I would love to hear more about that journey of you going through the gym through pregnancy, what you kind of found and what you modified, how you went about that. I guess being a physio, I've sort of got the knowledge to do it myself. Um, So true. And our gym was quite supportive. There'd been a lot of like pregnant mamas coming through just before me. So yes. I think they were used to it. Like This was the movement in Richard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they're good. like, oh, you can't do bench press. Let's do this instead. Let's yeah. do shoulder press or something in standing or yes. whatever it might be. And I tried to do a lot of like leg and core work and quads. So I wanted to be strong. Yes. In my head, I was going to have some like intense like squat position for birth or something. So I was like, let's prepare for that just in case. Absolutely. Well, that's definitely the most important bit to have strength in is legs and glutes for yeah, sure. Exactly. So I was just sort of thinking long term. So good. Staying as active as I could. So good. Mm. So good. So good. And how did you progress through the rest of your pregnancy? Like being a physio, were you into the women's health? Physio? I did a women's health course. So oh. I'm trained in it, but I've never worked in that area except yeah. for like a tiny bit of maternity here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I knew I knew what to expect from that side of things. Yeah. But it was obviously new having the experience of me going through it. Yes. Um, did you like assess your own pelvic floor and stuff? I did, but it's hard to do it on yourself. Is it? Yeah, I would have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I knew like my coordination and yes. endurance and that sort of stuff. You can do that yourself, but you can't really feel, you're not relaxed enough to sort of feel it on yourself So properly. true. So true. So yeah, a little bit different. Yes. Uh, did you get a pelvic floor assessment? I did, yeah. I went to Caitlin at yeah. her physio Yeah. Um, quite late on because I, I didn't have any issues. I had a tiny yeah. bit of like SIJ pain Yeah. because I was so active and I was working on like the acute ward. So I had to go up and down stairs, uh, had yeah. orthopedic patients. So I was constantly like bending down, getting their drains and yes. like, I was very active and I knew and I was still training. So I knew I'd be fine. I was walking the dog. I was doing all that sort of stuff. Yes. So Physically, I was like, oh, I feel fine. And like yeah. the, the pain was probably just from being on my feet all day long. Like yeah. Yeah. you wouldn't get much more than like maybe half an hour to sit down, have your lunch, write a few notes. So yeah. 
was very much on my feet, which was hard, but definitely helped. Yes. I think. Yes. Because you were full-time up until how many weeks? I went on maternity leave at 36 weeks. 36 weeks. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. think the hospital let us go past 36, I think, ah. was the rule. And I was well and truly done by then. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Oh, she's eating toilet paper. Oh, let's not eat that. That's exactly as you predicted. Yeah. <laughs> it's a standard. Right on cue, babe. Good it's job. a food group in our house. <laughs> Tissues and toilet paper. <laughs> It's the bottom of the pyramid. Yeah. No judgment here, guys. <laughs> Bit of dog food, past time. It's fine. Yep. Bit of dirt and sand. So good. So good. Um, okay, cool. Amazing. And then for the rest of your pregnancy, yeah, like how did you feel when thinking about birth? I just find that a lot of times people – kind of don't really realize that they've created all these beliefs and preconceived ideas about birth and then they fall pregnant and all of a sudden they kind of realize they have all of these potentially negative or positive beliefs about birth. So how does that sing true to you at all? I think like with Nath being a doctor, me being in health, like obviously I didn't work in maternity a lot, but you sort of see the bad side of things mm-hmm. and you know, the only really the negative stories come out there. There's not many people that go, I had the best birth. It was amazing. Like people are always trying to scare you or prepare you, but it scares yeah, you. Yeah. And like I had lots of other physios at work that had had bubs. They were all like, you know, in primary school already. And they would say, oh, my birth was horrendous. This happened. And I like, why would you tell me that? Yes. <laughs> well, I want to hear good stories. Like literally. Why? Why tell me? Why? So that was really impacting me of yes. all the like, oh, this be prepared this will happen or this might happen yeah so I had like the negative stuff more so in my head and like I said I only really had like the idealized idea in my head of perfect pregnancy like glowing and it'll be easy and you sneeze and they come out like yeah yeah. from movies or whatever so I wanted that but then I was hearing all of this so I was sort of torn I was like okay like the birth workshop really helped because I was like okay this is what will actually happen so good and hopefully these few things will happen so good so that was more like okay let's just focus on this that's what we kind of want yes and let's just sort of ignore all the noise absolutely which is just so hard and it's It's interesting because I I completely appreciate what you're saying. And we were talking about this before where, you know, your conception journey was easy and um, we almost feel guilty in talking about that. Mm. And I was mentioning as well how women who have these natural birth experiences um, or they perceive their birth as being pretty easy or non-dramatic, they just feel that guilt in talking about it as well. And then that leads to... You know, at times like yours <laughs> where you're, you know, only hearing about the bad stories and you're not hearing the good stories and it makes it seem so much more impossible um, to have that birth experience that you're after. And yeah. that's why like a big part of this podcast is that we're not on one side or the other. It's just getting all the stories out there. Normalising everything. Normalising everything. Yeah. And that, you know, you kind of like anything's possible for your birth experience like obviously considering different histories and stuff but yeah yeah. so cool so cool interesting yeah okay cool so then yeah you went about the birth workshop and how did that kind of change your perception or what were like your biggest takeaways that you kind of really lent into going into birth I think I felt underprepared because like Nath knew way more about birth than me like he's not in ONG but he did a rotation as a student or maybe as an intern so he'd you know, caught a few babies, been through that so cool side of things, whereas I had never. So I just wanted to know, like, 
when you're in this situation, what are your options? When yes. You're in this situation, what are your options? Like, yes. Sort of what what are all the options? And obviously, if you go past certain times or you have certain things, some yes. are taken away in the public system. Totally. And they'll say, oh, you can't have that anymore, but these are your other options. So yeah. I just sort of wanted to know what's available to me. Yes. And when I'm in certain situations or I'm, you know, if we go down some sort of intervention pathways yeah. – what can I do? Yes. What are my rights and what are my options? Absolutely. Mm. Ab- yeah. And that's one of the biggest things that I feel like we really back here at Natural Birth Co. is you can pick and choose the different interventions that you're after. It's not like you have to be 100% medical or 100% natural. You can yeah. really just, you know, pick and choose. If you do want, say, an induction or whatever, you can pick and choose which version of that that you want. Yeah. You don't have to then surrender and put your hands up to be like, okay, you can do with me what you want sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. You can still say, no, I don't want that, exactly. but I'm open to this. Exactly. Yeah, leave it alone. <laughs> All good. All good. Really? I'm just making sure. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How beautiful. Wow. <laughs> You're going to walk for the first time on the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be perfect. That would be amazing and video. it's recorded. <laughs> so good. So good. Amazing. So then I know that your pregnancy kept going and going and going. And you guys were very like, (laughs) yes, you guys were very informed. And I just, I was so impressed because you went for so long. And I think I was messaging you at maybe 41 weeks and you were saying, you know, you were happy to keep going, happy to keep going. And then in your times of weakness, I remember you saying, Nate, really remind you of exactly why you were holding on mm. and like, you know, the evidence behind induction, the evidence behind staying as you are um, in – that's fine, that's, that's empty. That's fine, I'm just going to eat that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she will. Nom, 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 nom. Um, and it was just that really great version and example of – in your time of weakness, you need your birth partner to give you that strength. You mm. don't want them to kind of, for lack of a better word, cower to your weakening and reassuring that you can't do it anymore. Yeah. You know, that's when you need their strength. So do you want to talk about that process of like 40 weeks to 42 weeks for you? Yes. So we'd done our research, surprise, surprise, and <laughs> we decided 42 weeks was our limit. Perfect. And I think also we were going public through school. That's sort of their limit too, where they start to get really stressed. So, you know, and each to their own, like, that's just what I decided. That was my finish line and that's sort of what got me through. Like, I was like, this will end at some point. (laughs) It doesn't feel like it, but at some point it will end. Yes. And it, we didn't know it was she, it will come out eventually. So that got me through as well. Um, so yeah, we decided 42 weeks and we just said, that's, that's it. We're just going to put up with everything. Mm -hmm. If they come before, amazing. And if not, that's our finish line and we'll just deal with it when it comes. Yes. So yeah, from 40 weeks, I actually had a beautiful midwife on my 40 week appointment and she said, because Erin had gone through it and at 40 weeks, they were very much pushing induction. Let's book you in. Yeah. And I just said, I don't want to, I don't want to think about it. I was still living like. Blase, oh, the baby will come tomorrow. Like, it'll be totally yes. fine. I won't need induction. Don't be silly. Yes. They'll come out. They know yeah. what to do. Yeah. Jokes. Totally. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, no, 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 we'll just take it another week at a time. I was so low risk. I had nothing going on. So they yes. said, that's fine. Come back in a week. Yeah. And if the baby comes before that, amazing. If not, we'll deal with it then. So yeah. that helped that they weren't really pushing me. So good. Um, but by 41 week appointment, they were very much like, okay. 
pick a date. Which date yes. do you want? And I said, I don't want to be induced before 42 weeks. Yep. So luckily Perfect. they were really on board with that. And they I said, that's that. fine because you're so low risk. You're so informed. Good. You're not silly. No. I said, look, if anything happens, I'm 15 minutes away. I'll come straight in. Like, yes. We're not silly. No. I didn't want to risk anything. I was like, I'm not going to get this far and do something stupid. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. We all want the same outcome. I will come yes. to the hospital. Yes, yes. So that was good as well. There was no real pushback from them. So yeah. that, that kept everyone happy on that side of things. Mm-hmm. And then we were just very much in our bubble from probably 40 weeks, but more so 41. I was like, okay, don't want to talk to anyone. Like Nath would yeah. sort of have my phone. I'd message a few people. My sister-in-law is a lot because she yes. do the same thing. So like... Almost daily, she'd send me her birth, your birth affirmations, Aww. and she'd be like, "You've got this," you know, like Aww, you're doing all the so... right things. Isn't that what you want? At yes. forty-one weeks, it's just daily birth affirmations being sent. Absolutely, and I was like, "Oh, love you." I'd be like, I wouldn't what reply, but I'd just be like, mean. "Amazing, yes, I have got this." Or like, I love that. one of them was like, "Your baby will arrive when they're ready." Yes, your body was made to do this. Like those, sorts, I get goosebumps talking about it because I was got so fired up I was like yeah, yeah I can do this yes. like yes I can it's big whale yeah hobbling down the street <laughs> doing my curb walking I was like yes I got this like I was so pumped <laughs> so that helped like I was in the right mind space for that for sure um yeah so that's what we did and then so good things got closer that's perfect yeah yep. yeah and then you got to 42 weeks um, so had you I been had any Braxton Hicks or like nothing, 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 it's and that's what made me hey? so annoyed. I was yeah. like, not even a niggle. Like I didn't even know what a contraction felt like because I yes. just had nothing. Yes, and I was I was almost like jumping up and down at this point to be like, get out, come yes. on. Yes, and we did. <laughs> it's pretty rare to have nothing at that. I know, point. And, yeah. that, and I kept reading. Of course, I was just reading <laughs> all day long, drive myself insane. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's not normal to have nothing. And I was like, oh, no, oh. like, oh, there's something else going wrong. Like, of course. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you get in your head a lot. So I had to just yeah. ignore everything and just, yeah. just Nathan and I. That was the most important thing to focus on. Perfect. So I had um, an appointment. So I was 42 weeks on the Sunday and I had an appointment at the hospital on Friday to come in and see if I needed the catheter. Yes. Um. But I was two, maybe three centimetres, I think two, oh two centimetres dilated and I'd felt nothing. <gasps> and not incredible? Yeah, no mucus plug, just nothing. It was just doing its thing. So I got a very aggressive stretch and sweep then from the nurse practitioner. So we're Kay. in good hands. <laughs> yeah. She's a legend, hey, and she's got the longest fucking fingers. And she comes fingers. in and goes, gee, you're in good nick for 42 <laughs> weeks. And I was like, thank you, but can the baby come out? <laughs> So, yeah, that was aggressive. Uh, I think that was my third stretch and sweep. I think I had one at 40, 41 and then that appointment. So, I was nice. 41 plus 5 I would have been. Was that something that you looked into the research of in your decision to do that? I did. And yes. I just sort of said like, oh, well, this is the most natural way to progress things yeah. from everything else I was doing. Dates, yeah. tea, walking, sex, curry, you name totally. it. We did it. Totally. I didn't do acupuncture, but I did everything else because I just yeah. couldn't get in. Yeah. But I wanted to. Yes. <laughs> but we did everything. I read all the studies and we did it all. So, so good. Yeah. And I, that wasn't working. So I was like, well, let's stretch and sweep. Yes. See if that does something. I back that. Yeah. Yep. Completely. And each time I maybe had like a few little niggles, but so maybe they were contractions and I didn't know. Yeah. But I was just sort of like, oh, a little bit painful. Take a Panadol, go to yes. bed. Like felt yes. nothing. And yeah. then that night I got home, felt like a little bit 
don't know the way to describe it. Maybe just like a little bit throbby. Right. If that makes yes, sense. Yes, yes, And yes, I had yes. a little bit of spotting. Oh, we bumped our head. We're stuck. stuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, oh, you're okay, Don't Kelly. go under there then. Come up here. That was such a classic baby. <laughs> thing I'm stuck. I'm stuck. <laughs> My bum's stuck. Now I'm happy. <laughs> Oh, you're funny. <laughs> that you're was so funny. funny. You look homeless. <laughs> Snotty girl. Um, yeah, so after the stretch and sweep, came home. Pretty sure we got like Indian or something on the way home. Yeah. So I was like, that won't hurt. <laughs> hot, 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 hot. Even though I'm yes. like the biggest sook with spice, I was probably like medium and like crying probably. <laughs> I was like, we'll do anything we can. So funny. <gasps> What's that? What is it? No, thank you. Um, and then I was like, I'm going to have a bath. So, like, almost every night for, like, a month, I had, like, my candles, my incense, like, or, like, my oils and my music. Like, Nath would be like, what do you want to listen to tonight? And I'd be like... Enya or something like oh. and just lay in the bath and be like I'm a goddess come on relax yes. How I was like oxytocin let's go that's so and then like nice. I'd get a foot rub or something and I'd be like yep yeah, baby's gonna come tonight and go to sleep and oh. I'd be so relaxed and I'd wake up and be like I'm still pregnant oh gosh <laughs> so we were doing everything yes um little miss was just very comfy she was. And because in my I'm under the impression, correct me if I'm wrong, that mm-hmm. you were pretty sure on your dates because oh, you yeah. intentionally it could be conceived. Two so. dates. That was it. Yeah. So we were bang on and they were yeah. two days apart. So Yeah, yeah. I know everyone's like, You can't be hundred percent sure, but like But you knew when you we conceived. had sex twice. Exactly. So I was like, That's that's it. Perfect. I am this many weeks pregnant. I Perfect. have to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I back <clears> that completely. Yeah. So and like my periods were always regular. So it's not like yes. that was in question. No. So I was no. like, yeah, I am 42 weeks pregnant. I'm still pregnant. Like, yes. To the day. Yes. I knew I, it was Boxing Day. Yes. I knew when we had to. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> Very memorable. <laughs> oh, ew. I don't want to hear about my dad having sex. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. We didn't do that. Her we didn't face do that. was so funny just then. She we just like, blinked ew. and we were pregnant. That's how babies are made. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, that night, the Friday night, um, yeah, went to bed again in my oils and I was like, I'm ready, got this, so relaxed. So good. Um, And it was probably like 7pm, so that's when I was going to bed. And great sign that you're two or three centimetres by then. Yeah, so that was reassuring. I was like, okay, my body's doing something. Yes. Um, And if not, when we get to Sunday, we'll be induced. Yes. You know, and at least I'm a little bit along. Yeah, I'm not just... Tight and zero, like definitely. We have got some, which is usually in. like a massive benefit to an induction, <coughs> as if your body's already yeah. ready. Telling, what is wrong? Do you want a drink? Want some water? Water. Ah, water. Nice. Oh, hold on to it. <laughs> yeah. So that night, probably about like nah, ten o'clock, I think. I woke up with just like a little, oh, like a little twinge, and I was like, oh. Okay, like don't get excited about it. Just go to the toilet, go back to bed. Yeah. Ignore it because you said, you know, pretend like it's not happening. Exactly. So I was like, well, it's the middle of the night. The only thing, the thing I'm going to do is sleep. So I'm just going to lay here and try and get to sleep. Such a great trick. Hey, just yep. ignore labour as long as you can. Yep. Yeah. So I was like on my phone, like 
trying to just distract myself, probably just scrolling the gram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm getting tired. Yep, go back to sleep. Yeah. Probably got another hour or so. So it was getting closer to midnight. And then I was like, okay, no, like, is this happening? And I'm a bit uncomfortable. So I was like, I'm going to get up and just do like a little walk, yes. just like around the room, down the hallway, whatever. Yeah. It was like, Nathan's asleep. The dog's out in the lounge room. So I was like, I'm just going to like stay in my little space. Yeah. Um, I think I lit a candle because I wanted the smell. Nice. So I think I lit it in the bathroom and just sort of like sat on my ball, I think. I was on the bouncy ball. Yeah. Or like we've got a chair in the corner. I was on one of those just sort of like yes. doing my thing, trying to distract myself. And then I remember at some point I had to get down on the floor and I was listening to your – oh, what was it? A birth meditation of some yes, sort? Yes, yes, the meditation, ah, yes. So and I just nice. had that in my AirPods just like on repeat. Because so I've been listening good. to that a lot at night time as well, oh, bouncing on my ball. I love that. So I had you in my ears and then I would like alternate with like a nice relaxing like – Tibetan yes something something and I was I like oh yes Tibetan I'm in the music. woodland somewhere yes. I was like yes yes we've got this and then like in my head I was like it's happening it's finally oh. happening like yes you did it you yeah. held on and it's happening you did it yes. yourself like probably from that stretch and sweet but I was like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. doing it like yeah, this is yeah. what we wanted absolutely but again not getting too excited I was like just just work with it and I was moving yeah. a little bit bouncing and you're getting some contractions. Yep, yep. Pretty and then, regularly? Yeah, I, I like it. It was 10 and a half months ago. I don't remember exactly. Yes. But I was timing myself at that point because I just wanted to know. Yeah. At what point do I wake Nath up? Like, yes. he was just sleeping soundly as they all do. Totally. So I was like, okay, I'll wait until I'm like, oh, like, and I have yes. to really like, you know, like it takes your breath away. And I was like, yeah. then I'll get Nath up. Yeah. And I remember, <laughs> I remember pulling the sheets back because I was trying to like push him and like I was making a fair bit of noise and like yeah. sort of oh, and like huffing and puffing at this point and I was like, <laughs> are you alive in there? Like, can you honestly not hear me? I'm doing my thing over here, <sighs> which is still the same. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Um, yeah, I pulled back the sheets and he's like, oh my God, what's going on? Because obviously like the first thing in his mind would be like, your water's broke. I need yes. to go in the car and drive you to hospital. Like all yes. our bags were just like packed with like put yeah. these two things in and put these two things in and let's go to the bag. Like, As they had been for like six weeks. Yes, <laughs> literally. They were all prepared sitting at the end of the bed. And he was probably like trying to throw some stuff in yes. a bag or whatever he had to do. And he's like, what's happening? And I was like, don't freak out. I'm in labour and it's yes. starting to get uncomfortable. Yes. And this was obviously in the break of the contraction. And he's like, okay, great. What do you want me to do? And I was like, just time them. I'm just doing yes. my thing. And he was like, okay, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. And great call getting him to time them because, yep. yeah, like staying out of that yep. logical mind, yep. getting him to do the number stuff. And yep. he knew his job. He was like, that's what you have to do. You Perfect. drive, pack the car, yep. time, time yeah. And when Perfect. we get there, you talk to the midwife. I'm like, that's your job. You know what to do. Oh, so he sort of like just kicked in. He's like, okay, I'm on. Let's go. Cute. And I think he like oh. went out and got me a drink. I think he lit another candle because I was saving this special candle for labor. <laughs> I really, I went, I had so many weeks to prepare. So I was just going shopping for the right candle. Yes. And I could finally light this candle. I was so excited. And I was like, great. I love this smell. Can't even remember what it is. It's yes. in our bathroom now. We put it on the bedside table oh, so and we had a sound machine for Lil that was like water, oh. like rain. So we put that on as well. And oh. then I had your meditations like out of my ears and like everyone could hear. So and then Nath would be in charge of that when it stopped, put some more music on, then go back to the meditation. Oh. So we were like, we're like in a quite a good flow. We were doing our Love thing. that. And I think maybe, and like things were staying regularly happening but I can't remember the times yeah yeah that's fine that's fine 
And I, it definitely wasn't like, quick, get to hospital. It was just sort of like, yep, things are yeah. going on and they're just doing their thing. Nice, good early labour. Yep, and it was Love just it. getting a little bit more intense, but it still wasn't like, oh, I can't handle this and I need to get in the shower or anything. Like, it never really right. got to that point. Yeah. It was like, Nath would be like, massaging my back or my shoulders or whatever and that was enough and we were just yeah. moving and I was doing the different positions that we learned in the workshop and I was on the ball or on yes. the bed or whatever I was doing. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. What did you find your um oh, your you head again your little head, darling. Uh oh. Oh you're Uh-oh. strong, babe. You're a tough girl. Come here. Good girl. Yeah, eat some sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it better. It's in the middle of the pyramid. Okay. <laughs> the second favourite. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's okay, not. Gorgeous. Good girl. Here we go. Oh, that's a cool one. I like it. Yeah, that's Fidget nice. spinner for babies. Yes. <gasps> and what about mummy's water? <laughs> um, yeah, okay, cool. So in this early labour phase, what one positions did you find the best and two, like, techniques slash strategies did you find the best to handle that sensation I think almost like a child's pose like wide hips and like rocking back and forth on the birth ball and then Nath was on the other side sort of like holding onto my shoulders doing that and then in between he'd like go on my hips ah on the sides yeah yeah like give me a bit of a squeeze or just like a rub you know, like PSIS sort of area. Oh, yeah. divine. Mm, it was perfect. It was lovely. And because do you remember, we did our birth workshop, I feel like it was ages ago now. Yeah. Did I talk about like inlet, outlet, yes. creating space? Yeah. So that's And like I'm sure a, that was in the back of my mind. Yes. I was just doing it subconsciously, I think. Yes. Because that is like, it felt the best position, but yeah. that is a really fantastic position to open that inlet, which yeah. is what you needed in yeah. early labor. So that's fantastic. Hi, <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> oh, darling. Oh, and she sat on a little toy. Good girl. You're fine. You're fine. Uh, We're just getting into the good stuff. Oh. What else do we have in here? Nom, 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 nom. Nothing else. How about some more food? What's this? Something else to eat? Oh. Mm. <gasps> Cheerio. Yum. Yummy. Big burp. Here we go. What's that? <gasps> and some cheese. Dad. Do you like cheese? Thank you. Da. Well, do you want some cheese? Look, look, look. Yeah, we'll just have a little snack. Mm-hmm. Yum. My sunscreen is now applied and we are good. Oh, okay. We're oh, ready. Thank gosh. No early signs of ageing. No, here. no. We don't <laughs> want any wrinkles over here, do we, babe? No. <laughs> Um, okay, <laughs> so that sounds amazing. Mm. Sounds like Nate was really great support as well through this yep, time, which definitely. is great. Um, and then where did you guys go from there through that phase? I remember feeling really tired because I hadn't had much sleep. Yeah. And I thought, I'm just going to lay down and see if I can just get a little bit of rest. And yeah. I don't know why. I just thought like, yeah, I'm going to have to sleep, even totally. though like as if that was going to be possible. But uh, yes. I was like, I'm going to have to sleep. And then I woke up and it was 6 a.m. and I, I wasn't contracting. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, my God. I wasn't expecting that So at it was all. probably only like two or three hours or something. And I was, yes. I was like, oh, my God. I felt it's morning. And we were like, oh, my God, I'm not contracting. It stopped. Was that a bit? How did you feel? I was devastated. Yeah. I was like, 
like you're joking yes. like we were on yes and I thought it was happening and then just it stopped yes and I genuinely wasn't aware that it could just stop totally. I didn't know that was a thing right I was like oh we did something wrong or like right I don't know whatever the baby's yes. gone back up <laughs> like, yes. I don't know yes 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 and I was like oh it's over I'm gonna be induced Aww. so I was a bit heartbroken and they's like yeah. okay well, what do you want to do and I was like well I'm gonna have a shower like it's the day let's start the day yeah have shower, have some breakfast, mm-hmm. starving. Mm. And then after like a bit of a cry and like a, mm-hmm. okay, like whatever, let's just get on with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, well, we can do a few other things to see if we can start it up again. Mm. So we went, took the dog for a walk. Mm. We ran into a neighbor. Oh, <laughs> it was trying to have a chat. That. And I remember just being like, oh God. Yes. <laughs> like just trying to walk ahead. I felt being like, I was so rude. But Nath was sort of like, oh we've had a bad night like just yeah. leave us alone sort of thing yeah yeah and I was doing my curb walking and I had my glasses and I'm sure I was just like <laughs> like just and I was just so tired that was the totally. main thing and just like oh it's over like yep we're gonna go get induced then After I had such a tease as well yeah, I know I was like yeah you little tease you little tease <laughs> yeah. then I had um some like really sporadic contractions uh-huh. So we were booked um, for the induction at 11. So yeah. Nath had called in the morning at like 3 or something and said, oh, Amy's in early labour. And they said, yeah. great, if it's happening, just let her do her thing. And you know when to come in if you need to, if they're yeah. whatever, 5 and 2. Well, I don't remember what they were yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be, but yeah. whatever the um, equation was, yes. bring her in or if anything changes, come in. Yes. So I remember um, him calling then when contractions had stopped. It was probably about... 10 o'clock and said like okay like well do you want us to come in and they said oh we're too busy we've got so many mamas birthing like maybe later this afternoon give us a call and we'll see where we're at yeah you just keep doing your thing like it'll probably happen again yes and I was like oh I just kind of want to go in and get it over and done with at that point I was like I'm so tired so then and you were 42 weeks at this point at this day (laughs) hello yeah that was the YouTubers are gonna be (laughs) that was Sunday (laughs) Such a vision. Such a there we go. Oh, good. <laughs> Actually, I can even tuck this in. That's yeah, right. okay. So at that point, you were keen to get in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we wanted to just yes. let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, 42 weeks that day. So valid. And that was the standard. Like, yep. And I really back up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> and I, that was like, that's the goalpost like exactly we made it like we, even though yeah. it's not happening the way I thought it would yeah we made it yeah and that's your Did my part. and then then that decision's done and you know that that decision is made from a place of logic and a place of like abundance and trust rather <laughs> than fear or doubt or anything like that which is why I just really back setting that standard early in pregnancy yeah. um and not like getting to that 40 week mark and being like, I'm over it, I'm done, I'm gonna yeah. get induced. And being coerced. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was the plan. And then I was getting a few like sporadic contractions, and then yeah. I'd get like three, and I'd be like, okay, don't think about it, they'll go away. And then it would go away again, and I'd have nothing for an hour. And I was like, oh, whatever, like we're gonna get induced anyway. Let's just, yeah. if it comes again, it comes again. But we'll just sort of, Live our life. I think I had another little nap at about two o'clock. And then yeah. Nath called and he's like, look, like, we're going to come in at four. And even if we have to wait around for a while, like, Aim just wants to come in. Like, she's so over it. Like, yeah. she's 42 weeks pregnant. Like, totally. come on. And they were like, yep, all right, come in, but we can't guarantee it'll start straight away. Yeah. 
I reckon I might need to feed you. That's okay. Think. We'll pause it. Um, yeah, so then we got there, waited around for a while. I feel like we got there like 3.30 or something. Mm. Waited for a bit. And I actually think it was like 4.30. I had my ARM and the Sinto started. So it was actually like, yes. great, let's just do it. And they yes. got into it. Yeah. Then we went from there. So good. Mm. Okay, cool. So, yeah, how was that experience of the ARM Sinto? Like what kind of happened from there with the contractions and everything? Nothing for a while. Like yeah. I think it was about an hour until I was sort of feeling them again. Yeah. And because I'd gone into spontaneous labour, the midwife is like, you probably just need a whiff and your body will just remember what to do and then run with it. Exactly what I would have thought. Yeah, but I was really nervous and I made sure we all said like the lowest possible and the slowest possible. With the Sinto. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And for people at home, if we don't know, Sinto is the drug that creates the contractions and we increase the rate to until the contractions get to a certain point. And mm-hmm. that's something that we really back, right, is yeah. going really slow with that Sinto so we don't overstimulate. Yeah. Yeah, so important. That's the main thing I was nervous about yes. with induction. I was like, I just want to just go as slow as we possibly can. Great call. And I think in our birth preferences, it had, they had to ask me to turn it up. Yes. And Nath would ask me and say, like, are you ready? Do you want to go more? Do you think this is enough? And I think I needed just two increases and that was it. So I, maybe I was at full. Oh I don't know what I was yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full. And I was contracting oh and it was on. So I was like, great. And then I remember yeah. we had a student there as well. And she was probably like going by the book, by timings yeah. or something. And she said, oh, it's time for us to turn it up again. I said, no, I'm good. I'm contracting. Don't touch it. Love that. And Ames. then we were just like moving around, doing our thing. We had the birth ball we had like the bean bag yes obviously with the pole it's a little bit awkward yeah but like it's you not that make bad. It work, hey? yeah, yeah. Nath, that was nice job um so good. With everything else so good um obviously they put a pad on to check what came out and i had mech obviously i was uh, two weeks pregnant i was kind yeah. of expecting it yes my ideal preference was i wanted to have a water birth but yeah Going into that last weekend, I was like, it's probably not possible. I'm being realistic. Good on you. Maybe I can use it for pain, but it won't be born in the water. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Heads up, I love that birth preference um, of you have to ask me if I want to turn this into up. I just, I think that's actually really fantastic. Yeah, I just yeah. heard a few horror stories of it just yeah. way too fast, too quick, overstimulation, yes. and then yes, yes. the cascade just follows. So yes. great. Yeah, I just if we could avoid that, I wanted that's to. That's amazing. And, yeah, and you guys being when I that's this is something that I really noticed is that you guys were very um, like researched and aware and your choices were really respected and followed Mm. whereas when you're not coming across as researched and aware your choices aren't as respected and followed unfortunately which you know is just kind of like I guess a fact it's not necessarily a good thing but I think that's why it's really important to go and look this is what I understand I'm aware of the risk but this is what I want yeah and you're going to be so much more likely to get what you want. Yeah, and I think yeah. that really works in our favour. Yeah. Being health professionals as well. So Probably, helpful. like you said, you kind of get a little bit different yeah, treatment. definitely. But it was very much like, oh, we're aware of our options and this is what we'd like. Yes. And obviously, we know things will change. We weren't set. I was very flexible on that. Yeah. Obviously, being a thousand weeks pregnant, I knew like yeah. things would change. Um, and they did. Obviously, we had to like problem solve on the yeah. go. Yeah. And some options were taken away, which I expected they would be, but... Yeah. When it happens, you're still a bit like, oh, damn. Yeah. 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 And I yeah. remember then, yeah, so this was probably like 
six hours later now at this point. Uh, the middle bit's just like a bit hazy and we did some stuff. I had a check here and there. And Fair call. Just do my thing. Yeah. Were you in the shower or bath or anything? I got to the shower. Yeah. They didn't run the bath. I, I don't know if it's because they didn't ask for it, but it just – Yeah. I know it takes forever to fill up, but yeah, it just totally. – They didn't even – consider yeah. it I think they just threw a sheet over it so I couldn't look at it yeah. um but yeah I was in the shower and I had Nath holding one and everything was in the front because I was open to the water injections yes so I'd research into those but I had no pain in my back so I was a yeah. bit annoyed I didn't because I knew that was an option to take the pain away but the front there's not many options yes, so yes I was like oh damn it I'm having the interior labor is so annoying <laughs> <laughs> so I had one shower head Nath had the other yes. in the shower but again I had the CTG and everything on so that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it just kept getting like fiddled with and the uh, student was there and obviously she was a bit slower and not as experienced so probably had more trouble finding the heartbeat yeah. and like at one point I just snapped and I'm like, can you please stop touching me? Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, can this just come off while I'm in the shower? And, you know, policy, all that sort of stuff. And she was like, oh, oh I'm not sure. And I like, had to check. And by then I was just like, oh my God, like this is just getting a bit too much and like, I was just overstimulated, I think, yes. with everyone touching me and everyone being, like, right there on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need my space. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I wanted. And that was mm-hmm. sort of a nice job, but things had obviously changed. Totally. And I was kind of like, oh, my God. And then at that time, the actual midwife came in and said, like, oh, I'm so sorry, Aim. Like, we checked your pad and there's mech, like, the water births out of the question. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's fine. What are my other options? And, like, just so logical. And Nath was Love like, it. oh, my God, like, expecting me to have a meltdown because I'd, like, thought about this ideal beautiful unicorn water birth for like 10 months so I was like that's what I wanted um and he was like it's okay I'm like there's so many other options and I was like I'm fine don't touch me like yeah all right that's not an option just move on (laughs) like I was just get out of my fucking space I was so calm and I was like wow (laughs) did not expect that if I was surprised myself good on you um so yeah flexibility is so important yeah I was like that's fine we'll just cross that off and do the next thing like we're in the shower already this is working for now yes and then she came back what felt like five minutes later was probably an hour later and she said it's been six hours Mm. policy is we need to check you but we don't have to tell you if you don't want to know do you consent to being checked and I was like oh yeah like I was getting pretty over it Uh like I was so tired at this point I hadn't really slept in 48 hours and I was like oh like I'm just I'm waning like I'm a little bit like my resilience was fading and I was like oh okay like and you have that split decision of like okay what am I going to do if I find out I haven't progressed like what yes. do I want to do yeah like as you're walking to the bed you're sort of like okay yes. how am I going to take this if it's bad like yes you know you're just sort of building yourself up totally um and uh, like laying down the contractions were horrendous mm. um and like I tried the gas for a bit and I just vomited it up straight away it just didn't sit well with me mm. and then at another point tried it again and was still quite sick even though they're pumping on dance into me yeah. so I was like okay well that's not an option like I'm sort of running out of options here yeah. and I was yeah. sort of like trying the shower but I was, think I was getting to my limit there yeah and you I, need versatility, don't you? Yeah, I you need to like change. when something's not working. Okay, this time yeah. I got other options. You need to know there's three other options, and mm-hmm. it's not your job to think about it. Your birth partner should be like, okay, that's yes. fine. This is what's next on the list. Let's Perfect. do that instead. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Which Nath was doing brilliantly. He's yes. doing a really good job. Yes. Um, ready? Other side. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got on the bed. I'll do this first. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> got on the bed um, and, yeah, she did my check and I just sort of like 
us to face like I was like okay yes if it was really awesome she'd be like you're in transition this is amazing and like obviously that's what you want to hear eight centimeters is like great (laughs) I just got like probably two more hours I can do this yes and she looked at me and I was like now just tell me like yeah this is killing me yes I'm so uncomfortable and just tell me and she goes you're six centimeters but thin like things are looking really good yeah but I just heard six and I was like I cannot do this for another four plus hours with the I know it's different for everyone, but the, sort of the equation of progression, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe an hour a centimetre is what they say. So I was yeah. like, that's a long time. I've been doing this for a really long time. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sort of thought about that and I was like, oh, I don't know if I have enough fortitude to keep doing this for four yeah. hours if all these options are running out and yeah. I'm just going to be like in the shower going, hoo-ha, hoo-ha for four hours. Yes. Um. And, like, it was just getting so overwhelming at that point. I think I got off the bed and tried to do a few other things, holding onto the edge of the bed, like squatting. Yeah. And I was just like, look, I want the epidural. Like, this is just getting too much for me. And I was definitely open to that at the start. I was like, if I need it, I'm going to ask for it. That wasn't something I hadn't considered. Yeah. I was like, yep, that's definitely an option. It's valid pain relief. If I need it, I'm going to ask for it. Yeah. And (laughs) because I'd said to Nath, like, I have to really want it. Like, yeah. I might just be like, oh, I want it. This is this is bad. Like, yeah. you know, like I'll just be like being a wimp or something. Is what yeah, I said yeah, to yeah. Nathan. And I'm like, yeah, I want to like scream at you for the epidural so you know I'm serious. Yes. And he was like, oh, you've got this aim. You're so strong. Like saying all the stuff he read. I'm like, no, I want it right now. Like, yes. <laughs> shut up. Stop doing that. We're so past that. Tell her right now I want the epidural. Yes. So then, of course, you have to wait like an hour or whatever for the needs to come. It's so busy. At this point, it was like 11, 8, 11 p.m. or something. Honestly, I just find that probably <laughs> one of the hardest roles of the birth partner <laughs> is that, you know, he knows that you don't want it, mm. but then um, – and he wants to give you strength in your time of – you know, of of feeling weaker mm-hmm. and then you don't want to deprive you of your options either and, yeah. and, and make you feel like, oh, my gosh, like they're not giving me what I want. They're not listening to me because, like, yeah. you hear women, like, have these kind of traumatic experiences afterwards where they're like, I asked for it and they wouldn't let me. And then it's like, oh, sorry, we thought we were doing the right thing. Yeah, like, I thought that's what you wanted. Oh, You're like, so no, I wanted hard. the epidural. That's yeah. what I was Because then you get other women say like, thank you so much for not letting me have it. I'm so great. Yeah. Oh, it's honestly, it's the hardest thing like as a birth support in yeah. my role. And then I'm sure the dads, like, yeah. I think it's a really tricky yeah. situation. And that's why I was like, no, no, I'm serious. Like, yes. shut up. Give it to me right now. <laughs> the second that midwife comes back in, you tell her. Yes. So, yeah, it was at least an hour. Yeah. And by this point, I was so over it. I tried the gas again. I just kept vomiting. Oh, like, I awful. don't even know how much on Dan's I had. It was ridiculous. But, oh. yeah, I was still sick. Gosh. Which was so annoying because I'd had the gas before to put my shoulder back in a few times. So, I was like, I could probably handle it. Oh, that's surprising. That hmm. then made you sick in that yeah. setting. And you'd assume it's like a lesser dose. So I don't know if it was just because I was like tired, hadn't eaten much, like all those sort of things. And like pregnancy sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah and you're a bit different when you're pregnant. It's just time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a lot of vomit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd vomited for like the thousandth time at this point and just uh, over it. Yeah. Then in walks nice mate. They were friends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He was the, the, the anesthetic, anesthetic red. Oh, you know? my God. And they were, like, chatting. Hi, oh, mate. How have you been? Oh, good, mate. Didn't Small know you were at school. Of the and I was like, shut up and put it in my yeah. back. <laughs> and then, obviously, you've got to go. <laughs> I was like, catch up when the baby's here. Honestly, don't care. Come and yes. visit then. 
And like they were like going through the consent and I was like, yes, I understand. Yes, I consent. Yes, I understand. I consent. I was like, hurry up. Yes, yes, oh, so yes. Much I've pain. already waited for you for an and hour. And I can't sit hunched over like this any longer. Oh, and like gosh. I'd have to like straighten up, drink and contraction, like move my oh. hips. And I'd be like, oh, like on Nathan. And then he'd be like, okay, you got like two minutes. Hurry up. Let's go. Yes. Yes. So yeah, finally got my epidural in. Oh, and then what a relief. I was still in a lot of pain and I was like, what's going on? What? Why? And like he did a beautiful for us. Shout he out. He did a great did job. Did a beautiful epidural. I still Amazing. had great movement. It just blocked my pain. Like I could still move around the bed. Like Oh, so it did take away your pain? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I but at the start, no, oh. I still had all my pain up in the fundus. And like, oh. obviously I wasn't thinking logically. I was like, why is my, like, why are my ribs hurting? But obviously yes. it's the top of my uterus, of course. But yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time I was like, what the hell? Like, yes. it didn't work. Yes. I only felt it up here. Yes. And for however many months, she was just kicking me in the bottom of the right rib. So that's just where yeah. all my pain was, obviously where her feet were. Yes. And the uterus like trying to push her out. Yes. So I think I needed like two or three boluses like yeah. to finally be like, okay, yep, yep. Now we're settled. So good. And then Doris was my <gasps> midwife. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Doris. She's so amazing. Bless her soul. I honestly love her. And if we had anyone oh. else, I think it would have gone differently at the end. And she I'll was just – I'll have to tell her. I just saw her at work the yeah, other day. Please do. Amazing. I wrote feedback and said, like, I love Doris. Thank oh, you so much. So beautiful. She was a game changer. Did you tell her that you did my workshop? No, I no, don't think so. Okay. No, I, I don't think so. You yeah, have yeah, to tell yeah. her. I will. Um, yeah, she was incredible. She's exactly who we needed at the time. Lil has gone to sleep. This is perfect. perfect. Um, yeah, anyway, and then, um, yeah, Doris, like, tucked me in and she's like, okay, have a rest. Yes. And, like, in however many hours it's supposed to be, we'll, um, we'll have a little check if you're up yes. to it. Like, set up nice bed, dim the lights, gave us some music. <gasps> And we a few little sips of water. I think Nath gave me a jelly bean or something. So like I good. barely ate. And then yes. like she just sort of like owned the space and she's like, we've got this. Everything's safe. I'll be right here. Just have a sleep. You she's don't need to queen. do anything. And I was like, oh, and like just fully relaxed. I was like, that's what I needed. Like yeah. finally, I felt like I had some control back and I was like, yes. yeah, good. All right. So good. This is the birth I wanted to be like in control. And it was yes. lovely to feel no pain finally. Apparently, one of the biggest things about a woman being traumatized by a birth or not is whether she felt in control or not. It mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily matter whether it's like ends up being the birth of that she imagined or whatever. Yeah. It's the sense of control. And when we feel like we don't have any control, even if we're completely natural, that's mm-hmm. where the trauma comes in. And I just, yeah. yeah so I love that you said that. Yeah. That's really interesting. And I feel that even though, like I said, things were taken away from me. Mm. I still felt very much in control in the end. Like yes. I feel like I got what I wanted with my limited options by yes. the end. Yes. And like yes. I didn't really want to be induced, but like we made it work. Yeah. I didn't really want the epidural, but I'm glad I did and I asked for yeah. it at the time I wanted it. So Absolutely. it worked in the end. Yes. 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 So good. Yep. So when you're in this rest phase, what um, position were you in? Do you remember? I was on the side with the peanut. I asked for it. <laughs> And she said, you'll want to offload. And I'm like, I want room for my sacrum to move. And like, we were sort of like on the same page. And I was like, remember when I get up and I start pushing, I want to be able to move around. And she's like, I support that. I'll help you. Like, we were sort of like, I want to pre-plan. So we weren't getting into it. And like, I was pushing and then being like, no, I didn't want this. Like pushing on my back or something. I was like, I kind of want to do this. She's like, great. If we can, we'll do that. Yep. And we'll do this. And she's like, no, we'll set you up in this position. I said, can I have the ball? She's like, I was literally just going to go get it. Like we were just on the (gasps) same level which I need and Nath was just asleep so 
Yes. He got a bit of a rest. He was like, all right, Doris, you, you got this Doris for a minute. I'm going to tap me. out for a second. Yeah, he's like, I feel like you're good here. I'm going to go to sleep. She's very woman-centered and she's very – like she loves natural birth and everything, but she's yeah. very much for, yeah, the woman getting what she wants and what she yeah. desires and not like arguing with her or yes. coercing or anything like that. She's and I really awesome. felt that. Yeah. And she definitely – like later on in the story, she definitely advocated for me – when some other people got involved. Ooh. And she was like, no, no, I think Amy wanted this. And I was like, yes. Like I couldn't talk and I was like, yes. That's what yes. Dora said. What she said. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like her and Nath were saying the same thing and I was like, yes. got me. Like that was so good. So good. So good. Yeah. And then I think about an hour and a half after she woke me up and I changed the other side. Yeah. And moved around. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Maybe it was about like one o'clock. Yeah. 30 something like that in the morning and she like gently woke me up and said like I need to do a check because it's been this many hours or whatever the rule is yeah um and I said yep consent let's do that Nathan's still asleep yeah she goes baby 10 centimeters let's have this baby and I was like burst into tears I was like yes oh my oh god my I'm gosh. finally at the finish line yes so jokes as I'm not but <laughs> three hours or so after the epidural would you say yeah yeah it was yeah. about 11 I think it went in yeah by the cool. time Oh, yeah, maybe 11 when I asked for it, something like that. Yes. Yeah, at least. So good. At least two hours. So good. And I'd progressed, yeah, four centimetres in that Amazing. time really quickly. Amazing. So I was so happy. I was like, oh, I did it. Oh. And, like, obviously the hardest part's to come. But in my head I was like, you did it. Like, did it. you yes. have got there. And, like, yes. so far it's worked out pretty well like you yes. wanted. So, yes. yeah, that was really reassuring. Then she woke up Nath. She put the back of the bed up. She helped me turn around. <gasps> and I wanted to be over the back like lunging almost like rocking that way and I said yes. I want to like breathe the baby out I don't want to so push I don't good. want directed pushing and yeah all that was on the preference so I was like so okay. did you have one leg up and one knee down yeah yeah yes. I was like kneeling and then like sort of rocking to the side yes. and like yeah doing my thing perfect so yeah we're doing that for a while like I don't remember how long and then Lil started to decel and we just mm. kick in these little drops and they were like oh I'll just keep an eye on it like mm-hmm. No one said anything to me, which I'm glad they didn't. Mm. And the screen was there but turned away from me because I said I don't want to look at it. So good. Not that I knew what half of it meant anyway. But, but that's a great tip. Though. I didn't want that in my face because it's like yeah. a meter from my head beeping. Yes. And I was like, let's mute it and just put it over there so yes. I can just stare at the wall and do my thing. And then like Nath was sort of like half – you can't really be at the other side of the bed. But yes. to my side, like holding Perfect. my hand and like doing his thing, yeah. whatever, telling me I'm amazing. Yes. <laughs> doing his scripted line. Tell me I'm amazing and tickle me. I am a goddess. Yes, yes. I know. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> just worship me while I'm just butt naked doing my thing. Like, Just having a baby over here. Just take some pictures because yeah. I'll want them later. <laughs> so good. So, yeah, he was, he was still great. He had me after his little, like, two, three hours sleep and he was oh, back on doing his thing. Yeah, and then, yeah, so she just kept dropping, staying low. Like, she wasn't, like, 40 or anything, but she was dropping and just taking a while to come back up in between contractions. Ah, oh, that's that's the tricky part. Yeah. And then yeah. I think I was still over the back of the bed and the ONG Reg comes in. Mm. And I was – I had my guard up straight away because her first line was, hey, Amy, I'm Melissa or Kate, whatever her name was, mm. ONG Reg on tonight – now, well, look, we've got a theatre on standby for you. And I was like, no, nah, no fucking way. I was like, it's a bit fucking zero to 100. Jesus. Yeah. And I was just like, straight away, I was like, no way. Like, and I got so defensive and tense. And Nate was like, I thought you were going to punch it. Because I was like, <laughs> get out of my <laughs> face. Like, that's that. not happening. <laughs> 
I was like, no, no way. So I was already like, "Mm -mm, no chance, no chance. (laughs) Um, You could get the fuck out. Yeah, I was like, well, whatever your name was, you can fuck off. Thank you. I'm just going to do my thing. (laughs) I'm going to say no to that and continue this. Yes. And then, yeah, she was sort of explaining to me like, we're just a bit worried, like Bob's heart rate's staying low, taking a while to come back up in contract, like between contractions. So asleep. So good. Um, blah, 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 blah. Whatever spiel was, a lot of it was just like wah, 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 wah in my head. So yes. I was like, okay, like ONG Reg, I know that means something's going wrong. They don't just send the ONG in for no reason. So yeah. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like still a little uh. bit like medically illiterate with that sort of maternity side of things but I knew that meant like all right big guns are sort of coming in yeah like we didn't have the consultant and everyone there yet but I was like okay like yeah some more people are concerned and I know they all just sit in a room and just watch the monitors and I was like okay well if the fact that they like got up out of their chair and walked all the way in here to talk to me like called the theater like you know they're obviously a bit worried they're just coming for no reason yeah and then Doris was like, it's okay, Amy. Like, she could see me getting defensive. She's like, it's okay. It's all right. We can do this. We'll just try a different position. We'll see yeah. what your pushing's like so good. on your back. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's the training, me being body aware as a physio, whatever it is. But they were like, your pushing is insane. You are so strong. Like, straight away, <gasps> first contraction. And I was just going for it. Yes. Like, obviously, like, the, the pushing you don't want to do, like, the... Like prolapse pushing, yeah, is what I call <laughs> it. And they were like, "Wow, that's, that's so strong!" And I was like, "Awesome!" I'll deal with the prolapse because I, I couldn't feel anything. Yeah. I could feel a little bit of pressure, and then that was it. I had no yeah. idea what I was doing. If I was pushing in the right spot, I don't know. If I was pushing in my bum, like I had no idea. I wonder what it is that allowed you, because that's the hardest part with an epidural. Mm. Yeah, I wonder what it is that allowed you to do that. As you say, it must be just that body awareness and, yeah, I have fantastic. no idea, but I was so impressed and I was like, okay, that's a good sign. Yeah. At least I'm pushing in the right spot yeah. and it's effective. Yeah. Because otherwise they could be like, oh, no, like this isn't happening. You're not mm. even pushing, like you can't feel a thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, then pushing was good, like, and, and she was low. Like I sort of, Doris did a check, ONG Reg did a check. They sort of like half thought about what position she was in and yeah. I can't remember is it plus two is basically like yeah coming out yeah and Doris said plus two the ONG Reg said plus one which I still think are both like a scissors off the card the baby's basically coming out right yeah. and I was yeah, like yeah, okay yeah. both of those are good to me I was especially like, like a vacuum would be before a scissor exactly. for sure exactly um and I was like okay cool those numbers are positive it's not like she's like way out there not going yes. anywhere and I might yes. run out of time because yeah. I know it's a timing thing with the induction as well. They get mm. scared about. So I was like, totally okay. And like, it only been like ten hours or something at that point. And so you're I was only like, all right, four I got meals this. an hour. Like that's yeah. very low risk. Exactly. You know, that's so not then very much. Sinto got turned up to help. Yeah. So I was like, fair enough. Totally. Um, I was like, just do everything you can. That's hopefully yes. not a season. <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's get this baby out. Um, and I think that's valid at that point. Like. You know, the baby's already decelling. Yeah. The, the cervix is already gone. We've exactly. only got a little bit left. Like, yeah. crank it. Yeah. Any Good support call. we can have, let's do yeah. it. So that was Doris's call. And I said, yep, of course. And yes. you got the epidural as well. So yeah. yeah. I was like, I can't Perfect. feel much. Turn up to a thousand. Let's get this baby out. Like, let's do it. We've come this far. <laughs> I agree. Oh. I agree completely. And I was like, I yeah, so. whatever. Yeah. Um, I was just so worried about the scary sea in my head is all yes. I wanted to avoid. Yeah. That's just. The one thing I didn't want and obviously knew if we had to, of course, safely, let's all just live through this and survive. 
However but your they birth need desires a very close second yeah. priority. Exactly. My birth yeah. preferences were this is what I would like to happen. Yes. So I was up in the stirrups, like my knees were basically past my head. Everyone yeah. was holding on to me and I was pushing, 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 like basically turning purple. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yes, strong pushes. This is great. This is great. Mm. But they just still like their eyes just kept wandering and then they'd be like, oh, and like sort of switch a glance at each other. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Oh, my at God. Oh, my CTG? God. Yeah. And mm. I was like, oh, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> And Nathan's on this side, like, just staring at it. It doesn't help. He's a dog. Just being like, oh. (laughs) And he was like, you're doing so well. Like, just push so hard. Like, just push this baby out. And I was like, I'm trying. Like, I'm doing, like, absolute most here. Oh, my god! And, like, yeah, it just wasn't enough. So she, the ONG Reg, was like, okay, well, what we normally do in this situation is um, a vacuum and an episiotomy. Mm. No, I think she just first said a vacuum. And I was like, mm. okay, yep, I consent to that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then she said, policy for that is we mm. normally do an episiotomy because mm-hmm. of blah, blah, blah. And I just said, no, I don't consent to that. Nice. And she was like, oh, um, like I probably she's never had that resistance mm-hmm. before perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and she goes, oh, okay. So what we normally do is for the risk of tears. And I was like. You not read my sheet? Yes, I'm very well aware. This is my Look at area. My preferences. <laughs> but like, I know what's happening yes. as a physio. I completely understand this yes. part of things. Yes. This was my like one area of expertise, and I was like, "You are not cutting me. Absolutely not." Yes. And she's like, "Well, what if you're about to tear?" I'm like, "Well, then it's probably too late, isn't it?" Yes. And I'm just gonna rip. Yes. And I'll just deal with the consequences. And I yes. did so much research into this. Yes. This was like my one area that I really. Like yes. deep dove into. Totally. And I can't remember the stats now off the top of my head That's for everyone fine. else listening, but look it up. Yes. And it was something like 4% of first-time mothers have a 4A or 4B tear. Right. And I was like, man, I'll take those odds because I've done that's, so that's much the type prep. of tear we really want to avoid. But yeah, 4% as yeah. you say. And I was like, look, if yeah. we deal with that, we deal with that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. not ideal, but mm-hmm. there's some ways yeah. around it. Yeah, I did so much perineal massage. I had yes. done so much prep. I should have been balanced and loose. Yes. And I was like, I think I've got this. And yes. I backed myself. And I was Good. like, I really hope I don't eat these words later. But I was like, no, I'm very confident that that yes. won't happen to me. And I don't consent. Absolutely. Very calmly, locked eyes. I knew what was going on. Like, yeah, she I'm knew informed, that you knew. Yeah, I'm informed and I don't want to do yeah. that. And she was like, okay, I respect that. And I was like, good, because like, fucking no, there's no other option. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And Doris exactly. was like, yes. <laughs> like, she was like, I could tell she was like, in your face. Yes. Like, yes. Oh, because it's the hardest thing, I think, in like out position, yeah. seeing a woman being like coerced. And then you're like, yeah. I know you don't want to, but then you, we've only got so much say as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she would, it's like a really good yeah. like, a moment. And she was like, woo, like after we had like a massive chat about it. Uh, I like, love yes. that. Love that. So, yeah, I was really, really happy with that. Yeah. Um, And then we got the vacuum set up and I think like three pushes later she was born. Amazing. Yeah. And then we found out it was a girl. Ah, and you didn't tear? I had a grade two tear. That's fine. But very, very minor. She said it's like barely a grade two. Oh, my god. Just like on the inside. That was it. Amazing. No grades, there's nothing else. Like just Amazing. that one little tear. And see, that's a perfect example, Ames. And I feel like you do this throughout the whole time. I literally just had really great chats with the mamas at yoga yesterday about this, where at the end of the day, like we're making decisions all the time. And that's a massive part of birth that is really, really hard is you are constantly making decisions. Mm. And they're really important, responsible decisions, right? That, yeah. you know, can have massive impact but at the end of the day like you know we can fucking swim in our mind about you know but what if this but what if that but what if that 
you just got to make the best decision with the information you have at the time yeah. and fucking roll with it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, things can happen and you just have to deal with mm-hmm. it then. Like, and they come up like on the fly. Like it's, on the fly. It's yeah. never the way you planned it. There's no. always some spanners that come in there and some things yes. change. And that's just something that I just, it's so hard to say. And it almost sounds like really tough lovey to be like, you just got to decide and deal with the outcome when it happens. Yeah. You have no other choice. But it just, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. Um, Especially with like feed in there. Mm. Um, so amazing. So, so amazing. So how did you feel afterwards about the whole experience? What, what happened then? I think I was like a bit, almost like an out-of-body experience. Like, because I had the epidural, I remember seeing her. There's like a photo of her head out. Doris said, you'll want to take this photo. Like, Nay took a photo. It was amazing. And I actually look at it all the time, even though I was like, I'm never going to look at that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I'd almost show everyone and be like, look at this. Yes. Um, So that's epic. And like, my head was sort of propped up so I could see what felt like just this alien being pulled out of me because oh I couldn't feel it. I was like, oh, my God, like yes. what is happening? <laughs> and they popped her on my chest and then they said it's a girl and I was like, we were convinced she was a boy and I was like, <gasps> what? Like it's happened. Oh, my God, I have a baby. Like wow. Ah. And like such relief that it was over and she was fine because she cried straight away. Yes. And I, like the peds team was sort of like waiting in the wing. I think that was just like one pediatrician just sort of waiting in the wing. Yes. But in the end we had like Doris, ONG Reg, team leader, maybe someone else. And then the pediatrician just sort uh, of over yeah. in the background. Yeah. So like a few people came in. Definitely. Not the whole like brigade that some people get, but there was definitely yes. a few people in the room. And I was still just like, oh my God, like yes. it's over. What? Wow. Like I had a baby and it genuinely felt like I was just disconnected from my body. Just. Wow. Hadn't sunk in and I thought I'd have that like, my baby and like just love straight away and yes. burst into tears. I didn't really get that until a bit later on because I think I was so like dissociated. Like Fair. I was like, oh my God, like we just sort of went through a lot and yeah, cool. So I think yeah. that's like my initial thoughts. Interesting. was like, oh my God. And like just major relief that it was fine and I wasn't just yeah. bleeding everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. So then she was on your chest, skin yeah. to skin to skin. Yeah. Did she, how did she go breast crawling around and feeding or I anything like that? I sort of like wanted that. that and just kind of forgot about it. Like I, yeah. I didn't write it in my preferences and I should have. Like I kind of wanted to do the breast crawl and I researched into that a bit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I didn't really, I think there was just so much other stuff that we're talking about was going totally. on. I was being stitched up for like yes. an hour. Um, So like all that was happening. Yes. And then she just sort of kept doing these little cries and Doris was like, oh, we'll give her a feed. And I was like, okay, thinking yeah. like – and I was still sort of like awkwardly laying down with my legs up. So I was in a really weird position yes. as well. And obviously they're so slippery yes. that she was like sort of half slipping off me and yes. <laughs> sliding around that Doris just sort of popped her on and latched yeah. her for me, which I didn't really care about because I was like, yep, yeah, cool, just like I've got no idea what I'm doing. So someone knows yeah. what they're doing, just give us some milk and we'll see if what's in there. Yes. And she was just sort of suckling away and she's pretty happy. Yes. So, yeah, we got the breastfeed in within, like, you know, 20 minutes or so, which is yeah. what I wanted. And I wanted that, like, golden hour of, like, skin to skin, no yeah. checks unless necessary. Like, no one touch her. Mm-hmm. Don't rub anything off her. Not yes. that there was anything left at 42 weeks anyway. But yeah. Like, there was no vernix at all. all she was so wrinkly. <laughs> she was so dry and scaly. She was, like, half reptile. <laughs> Poor little doll. Needed a lot of moisturiser. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like they were the things I really wanted. I like really wanted that like sacred moment of like, I just did it. No one touched me unless you have to. No one touch 
her, it, but her. Yes. Um, and just like let us do our little thing in our little bubble. Yes. And then I remember looking down like as she was feeding, I was like, oh, like, oh, you're amazing. And like then oh, I sort of had that moment. Amazing. Just a bit delayed because of everything that happened. Then I, I was like, oh, fair. she's amazing. Like she's here and she's perfect. Like yes. how cool. Yes. This is my baby. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. And as you'd say, I think because of everything going on, you would have been more in your logical mind, like yep. in that birth, which yep. is fine. But then that that mind would also bring you to be like, am I tearing? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is she breathing? Yeah, good. A- yep. Am I bleeding? No. Nah, all good. And then you have to worry about the placenta. And then yes. it was like, oh, you yes. want to give her the injections? Like those sort of yes. questions. I'm like, can't just everyone just leave me alone? Like, exactly. I just exactly. had all this to go through. Like, exactly. Give me a hot minute. 100%. So then like together in that like oh my god my baby's here like yeah that's something that's a bit more emotional yeah and yeah. like primal yeah exactly totally. and I feel totally. like I was protecting myself to not get too emotional in case like we needed the Caesar or she came out yes. unresponsive or whatever or yes. I hemorrhaged or like whatever the issues were totally or I had my grade four tear like totally. all those sort of things is still in my head so totally. I think I sort of held back a little bit to sort of protect myself of like yes just wait it's not over yet and some horrible things might happen we'll just wait and see totally yeah yeah good call good call good call amazing okay so then what happened talk to me about the rest like right that. after in sweets yeah, and the hospital stay in general, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think I was in the bed for like another hour or so. They put like some blankets around us. I sort mm. of was on my side feeding her. Obviously, she'd fallen asleep and she was sort of like suckling there. And then um, I wanted to shower. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think my epidural came out or whatever, turned yeah. off, whatever they did with it. Um, and like Doris, there's not much to her. She's like five foot nothing. She, yeah. And I'm like five foot nine ish. Like I'm quite long and tall. Yes, yes. And I remember standing up and like, obviously I, I know what it's like with patients after spinals and stuff. Like you're going to be a bit wobbly on your feet. I hadn't been up for ages. I'd just been horizontal and probably lost all this blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, logically like, I'm just going to sit on the edge of the bed, give myself a minute, take some water. Like, yeah. I think again, I had another jelly bean for the second thing I ate and 24 hours. Yes. Um, and then I was like about to stand up and I said, Doris, can you just give me a hand? Because obviously like Nath had Lil. I yes. said, can you just give me a hand, please? I'm just like quite nervous to make it to the bathroom. It's like a good three, four metres Definitely. over there on the horrible hard hospital floor. I was like, I'm going to fall over after all this. Definitely. And I stood up and just towered over her, like <laughs> leant on her, like hobbling. Like one leg was good and one leg was all like numb and tingly. <laughs> So I was sort of like limping. I like, can just imagine. And it's like, it was hilarious. You just got up and went through all this stuff and you like blood everywhere all over my legs and I had my catheter and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, like just hobbling, like dragging my leg with this tiny little lady, like supporting most of my weight. She got me into my shower, she sat me down and I was like, all right, we managed that. That's, that's an achievement. I didn't fall over and kill the midwife. That's good. I'm just imagining Nate like sitting back watching me like, holy yeah, shit. He's probably just like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Chuckling away. So yeah, that was really funny. I found that moment hilarious. So good. Had my shower, which was incredible. Yes. That was the most After delicious feeling ever. That's what my mum said as well, is that it's the best shower you'll ever have. It's straight so cleansing because you're just yeah. covered in... Oh, Probably poo, but all, yes. all, all sorts of other Your shit. Your poo, their poo. Definitely her fluid, poo. Poo yes. on the way out as well. Like yes. So much poo in there. Yes, exactly, exactly. Delightful. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, had my shower, got back into bed, got Lil back on my chest. And then Doris, again, I love her so much, probably bought like 10 pieces of toast Aww. and started like buttering with butter and Vegemite. And <sighs> I reckon I had all 10. Like, <laughs> I think Nath had one and I was just ravenous. So good. So hungry. And I think I sculled. Like, I had that big litre water bottle. I think I sculled it twice and I was like, Amazing. okay, like, I'm ready now. Nourishment. Yep. And then I had so another little good. sleep and she was just sort of like in the little nook of my arm there. Perfect. And, and I was sort of like on the side. Way. Yeah, wow. we were in there for quite a while. There, so good. There's no room on the ward. So I think we oh, got it like fair. a while longer because mm-hmm. I expected all that to happen on the ward and I'd just be like pushed over in the bed yeah. or a wheelchair or something. But yeah. It wasn't until like almost shift change that Doris came over with us. So yes. what is it, 10-hour shift? Yeah, yeah, So it would have been about 8 o'clock or something, yeah. I think, then. Yeah. 8 or 9, we're going to – I think she stayed late to get us to the ward. So Aww. I know, another reason why she's amazing. Yes. So 8 or 9 o'clock. I'll get her to listen to this podcast. Please do. Yeah. Doris, I love you. Oh, so good. Um, so, yeah, probably like 8 or 9 o'clock, went to the ward, and then, you know, they just sort of like – bundle Lil up, put yes. her in the little bassinet and you're like, oh my God, we had a baby. <laughs> what do I do and with like, that now? I was so wired because it was the day. Yes. Even though I was exhausted, like I should have probably slept for a hundred hours. Totally. But I was like, well, let's FaceTime everyone and tell them we had a baby. <laughs> so The neighbours. <laughs> the hairdresser, the postman. Just yell it down the hallway. Because <laughs> we had a baby. So yeah, she was born at 2.40. So this was like, yeah, yeah seven, seven cool. hours, six, seven hours later. Yeah. Um, yeah, FaceTime my parents first. Um, Nate's parents are separated, so his mum and her partner Greg, and then yes. his dad and stepmom. So good. And they were like the first round, and then I think we like had a little sleep. Yeah. I got like a late breakfast on the ward, and then I'm sure someone had to come and check me or her or something, and there's yes. always people coming in and out. Totally. And then a little bit later, told everyone else, then by like lunchtime, I think my mum and whatever the visitor hour yes. time is. Yeah. My mum and dad came. Perfect. Which was beautiful. Um, yeah. And then, like, everyone got a little cuddle. By then, I think I'd probably fed her, like, twice or so yeah. by then. Yeah, yeah, And again, I was just sort of winging it. Like, I did a course through the hospital, like, okay. on The lactation Zoom, workshop thing. Probably. Yeah. yeah, Just on Zoom, but I probably should have done, like, um, the through the ABA, is oh, it? Oh, yeah. They offer them in person. Do they? Maybe not with COVID. Maybe it was online. Oh, maybe, yeah. But they offer some sort of course that oh, I didn't know existed. Yeah. So I just it. wish I did something else. Yeah. Just an, another thing that was a bit more like real life, yeah. realistic. Because they were like, okay, you'll do this and they'll feed this often and these are their hungry cries and, yeah. oh, it's just going to be a textbook. And in my head I was like – cool, she'll know what to do. She's born knowing what to do, right? Yeah. And I just have to kind of figure it out. But turns out we both have no idea oh. what we're doing and we both have to learn. Yes. So we sort of found out that, that the hard way and I just – it didn't feel right. It didn't hurt. Yeah. Well, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. But it didn't hurt when she latched. But it just didn't feel like it was happening. And she'd yeah. drink for like three minutes and I'd be like, mm, I think she needs to drink for longer. Like I'm yeah. not sure. Like I know they don't get much in the first few days but – I just had this feeling like it wasn't enough and she wasn't doing it properly. Yeah. And then every time I buzzed when she was feeding, like no one said anything. They just sort of like latched her for me. And I was like, multiple times they said, okay, great, thank you. But like, 
how do I do it myself? Because you're not yes. going to be in my house. Yes. And I'm going to have to feed her a million times a day. So yes. how do I do it on my own? Yeah. What am I looking for? What feels right? Is this latch correct? Like, yes. does she make a noise? Is she supposed to make a noise? Can I hear her gulping? All this stuff. Yes. And like, it didn't really get answered. They were just yeah. sort of like, oh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, like really blasé. Oh. No, like, definite. And I know it's it's different for every bub. But like, no, like, yep, definitely you'll have this, this, this. And if this happens, that's wrong. So take her off. Or this is how you take her off. Like, I didn't get any of that. And uh, that's honestly really unlucky, I think. Because usually, like, even if you get a midwife that's not, you know, maybe that into talking about breastfeeding, shift change. And you might get, like, a good one. But I think, yeah, unluckily, you got lots of ones that weren't that into it. Yeah. And I was saying to you, like, mostly new grads, which I don't know if it's, like, the new training they do at uni, if that's different or... Because I they haven't much about had breastfeeding bobs. at uni, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So maybe like that comes from experience if you've had your own babies totally. and you've fed them. I'm not sure. Or if you've helped heaps of women. Like I know for me it was literally just helping heaps of women. Yeah. Yeah. And also I like to sit in with the lactation consultants a lot yeah. to like get tips from them. Yeah. And that is the best way I reckon to learn. But yeah, definitely like you can be a midwife and just have – yeah, fucking no idea how to breastfeed. And fair, it's yeah. like a completely different totally. like subset of your specialty. Like, And yeah. I get that. But I'm like, yeah. can you find me someone that does? Yes, absolutely. And like, I totally I forgot the lactation consultant was a thing and I could ask for it. I yes. just didn't really think. And like I said, I just well. wanted to go home. So I was just yeah. sort of like, all right, cool, we'll figure it out. That's fine. Mm. Then we stayed one night, which was like just the most uncomfortable, horrible night ever. Like. Uh. Anyone that's been at school, you're like in the Nathan's basically sleeping in the corner on yeah. the floor, basically. Yeah. And it was all like echoey in this little yeah corner. So when I'd call out, and again, like I was mindful of like mums and bubs next door. I didn't want to wake up and start screaming in the ward yeah. and wake everyone's baby up. And I didn't want to keep buzzing. I don't know. That was just my own personal thing, and yeah. I probably should have gotten over that and buzz for buzz for the midwife, but. I was sort of like, no, I'll figure it out. Because, like, these days it's very much like, that's your baby, you take care of them, rather than, like, they used to go to the nursery and you get to sleep. Yes, yes. So I was like, okay, well, I can do this. Like, how hard can it be? Yeah. Apparently pretty hard. Fucking hard, yeah. (laughs) And, like, I was so uncomfortable. Totally. Because by then all the pain relief had worn off and I was just having some paracetamol and that. Yeah. It was enough. But, like, when I try and sit up on my stitches and try and lean over in the horrible beds. Yeah. Why the bassinet's so high? Uh, it just I couldn't manage. So we were bed sharing, which again I know is a no-no in Queensland Health. That everyone that walked in freaked out about it, and I was like, "Well, all right, you put her back, yeah. and then in half an hour you come in and get her and change a nappy, and yeah. then put her back." Like, do you want to buzz me, me yes. to buzz you eighteen times tonight, or you just want to shut up and walk uh, out and yeah. pretend it didn't happen? Let me do my thing because I feel fine. We had sides up. Yeah, I was doing as safe as and I could. Old school studies, like. There yeah. heaps of studies have proven that sleeping with bed sharing with babes is fine yeah. now. And I yeah. researched it of like how to do it safely. And yes. I was so not even good. sleeping anywhere. I was like just catnapping in between yes. her crying essentially. Yes. Um, so yeah, I did yes. that through the night. And good on you. at some point like in the middle of the night, the ONG Reg, who was there for delivery, was obviously on the next shift the next night. <sighs> she knocked on the door and wanted to have a chat. And like my first thought was like how inappropriate. I'm literally like – asleep in the middle of the night how can we have a proper debrief right now like are you joking (laughs) what do you want to say to me and it was still all like very raw and fresh like it was almost the same day or like like 24 hours later at the most yes um because it was like she was born 240 in the morning and this was probably before that the next day yes and I think like again this was pretty hazy but she said things like 
oh, do you understand why we had to do what we did? Do you understand why we had to do the vacuum? Do you actually yeah. understand what deselling is and what happened? Interesting. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep, I guess so. And then she asked me about my tear and I like so smugly was like just a grade two. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and that was only barely. That was if we were being And it generous. was like just a grade two. And I remember being like, oh, I'm so happy. Yes. Because I was expecting to maybe see someone have to be like, oh, yeah, so I tore really badly and I should have yeah. got that episiotomy. But yeah, yeah. when I was saying it to her and, she's, and she said something like, good on you. Like, I'm really glad you advocated for yourself. Like, yes. I see why you did that and I completely understand and like. The midwife told me that you're a physio, so I, I respect, like, that yeah. side of things and, like, I totally get why you did that and good on you. Yes. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, thanks. Yes, yes. Did you like having that debrief? Did you find that effective? Like, it probably wasn't in-depth enough and I mm. probably wasn't in, like, the right mindset no. for it. Yeah. And I did want a debrief, like, a birthday brief from the hospital, but, like, it was around, like, Christmas time by the time I called them and it sort of went away and then they were understaffed because of COVID and, like... I just – I never got around to yeah. having one and it sort of just – I was supposed to and then again they got too busy on the day I was booked and they didn't tell me a time and yes. it just sort of never happened. So in my head like this was a birthday brief. Yes. Is the way I thought about it. That is so good. Yeah, that's such a good thing about mm. the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, because is, is this is the most in-depth I've told anyone my story. Like yes. I've sort of touched on things and like with Ez, she actually had a very similar birth. Yeah, she did. Um, so we were just sort of comparing war stories and yes. we were like, oh, yeah, that happened to you, same. Like, yeah. So she came to visit again in the afternoon with my brother. So good. Um, the day Lil was born. Yeah. And then she's like, so how'd your birth go? And I was like, oh, it's basically yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same thing happened. Crazy, hey. Isn't yeah. It wild? Isn't it is. wild? And it's hard. Like that birth debrief. You know, like they, I think it's great that the hospital provides them, but really it's with completely different people who are actually at your birth experience who are just reading notes to get an idea of what happened to then explain to you, you know, what would have happened. And I think, especially in your scenario where you were quite with it, Nate was quite with it, you guys are pretty aware of what's going on. You like that doctor coming back, as much as you know, the timing and stuff isn't ideal. I think that that would almost be more effective than the letter. Probably. Yeah. And I was really glad she did. I was surprised that was even a thing and that mm. she was knocking on my door. I just assumed it was totally. some midwife checking on totally. me or something. It isn't something that would happen very often. So That's I think that I was thought. kind of, yeah. Yeah. She would have sought you out sort of thing. Because Nay sort of heard the knock and was like half asleep, half listening. And then yeah. the next morning said like, did the Reg come in and talk to you last night or did I dream? And I'm like, yeah, she did. She was here for a few minutes. And like, wow. this is kind of what I remember happening and her saying. And he's like, oh, that's kind of random. Like, yeah. that's cool she did that. Yeah, And, yeah. like, maybe, like, our situation sort of, like, stuck with her and she wanted to see how it happened, like, yes. how it finished or something. I'm yes. not sure. Because she's the one that did the vacuum, right? Yeah. 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 It was yeah, the same yeah. person. So I was like, oh. She must have just wanted to check on how you felt about everything, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. I probably looked just, like, so shocked. <laughs> and probably as well. She, I wonder, like, I don't know. Have you ever done night shifts as a physio? No, never. To be so honest, I'm a I just, yeah, I just like I haven't done night shifts for years, and in reflection, I'm just um like I'm just not. Oh, how do I say this? I I don't think I'm very good at being on night shift. Yeah. I just um get too tired, and I just make silly decisions and mistakes yeah. that you know days after I'm just like, 
what the fuck was I thinking, you yeah. know? So I wonder whether her coming in and maybe saying what she said to you and, and that got you immediately on the back foot, yeah. whether she was maybe a bit like, oh, fuck, like I could have dealt with that a bit better. Yeah, maybe the chat was more for her as well mm. or just as much for her as it was yes, for me. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Oh, Good morning. <laughs> oh, isn't babies the cutest when they like just so wake confused up? and like, oh, where am dazed. I? Oh, she no. would be very much, where am I? You have a good sleepy? You're asleep for a while. It's impressive. Good girl. <laughs> what do you think? Good girl. Hi. Hi. Ames is still here. Hey, darling. Hey, girl. <laughs> oh. A little sucky bear. Cute. <laughs> That's a beautiful. I might just bend that up. Cute. There we go. Much better. Hey, darling. What do you think? Oh, sweetheart. Hi. <laughs> Our little grins. Hello. Hey. <laughs> she loves you. <gasps> Snotty nose. <laughs> Take care, baby. Fans. Uh, oh, we do like fans, don't we? Uh, <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you. Fans. What was your take or plan in the event of a proposed forceps? I was just going to straight out refuse. Yeah. I was going to say vacuum over forceps yeah. and I was always planning to say no to an episiotomy. Yes. And if like those things had to happen, I would have been like, okay, well maybe we can do something else. Like, yes. Is there any other option? Yes, 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 yeah. Or can we just not do it? And yeah, it'd be it like, go? no, or like, we'll just risk it. I know what you mean, because <laughs> I know that sometimes, um, I don't know, forceps are tricky in the sense of, well, forceps, you almost always need an episiotomy, yeah, don't you? Yeah, they pretty much always recommend it because you yes. always tear, yes. compared to the vacuum, is sort of like less yes. likely. totally, totally, totally. Mm. Like, I guess even in my mind, and this definitely isn't anything definitive, but I've almost tossed up, like, I'd almost prefer a cesarean over a forceps, maybe. I almost know? thought that in my yeah. head, but then, like, if your baby's so low and it's right there, oh. it just needs a bit of help. I would have been like, let's, like, we did. I would have just said vacuum and let's just yes. hope for the best. <laughs> Definitely vacuum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes, like, say if the vacuum pops off, like, twice, then, like, fuck, ha- like, yeah. is that going to be a then what do forceps? You do? Yeah, exactly. that's so tricky, isn't it? It's so tricky. I just hope to never be in that scenario. Yeah, I just kind of hoped I didn't have to make, is that all right? Yeah, I might just fix it. Um, I just hoped I wouldn't have to have made that decision, which I'm glad I didn't have to. The vacuum worked very well. Definitely. Definitely. Yay! Yes! Yay! Such a big grin. You've got such a big grin. call her a woo girl. She's just such a happy girl. Is she? (laughs) And like you start dancing and smiling. She'd be like, yes, what are we pumped about? Yeah. Just like gets on your level real quick. I like it. <laughs> that is so Don't cute. You. Don't you? Good girl. not even done up. You little nudie. <laughs> so good. So Yay. let's get into your breastfeeding story. Mm. Let's talk about Can that. Can I wait first? Yes, absolutely. Any snacks. Chubby the better. Hey, babe. <laughs> Yum. What are they? I made like, yeah, a pea spinach muffin. So good. She really likes them. She likes them. Yep. And like impressive, isn't it? Pizza scrolls. Oh, so good. I've been dabbling in the kitchen. Good on you, mama. Eats most of it. 
Yeah. It's just so hard. You're like, what texture do you like? Yes. And like, she'll eat mostly whatever I give her, but Amazing. depends on the mood. Yes. Yeah. And if not, you can just chuck it in the freezer and it'd be good yeah. for probably another week. Yeah. Hey? I do like a batch and like just yeah. take them out one at a time. So Much good. Easier. Good girl. Not picky with your food. That's amazing. Uh, not yet. Yes. <laughs> It'll be chicken nuggets Cheerio. eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So, yes, in hospital, weren't quite getting the breastfeeding support, mm. went home very much still not knowing how to breastfeed. We'll figure it out at home. Yeah. And how did you go from there? I'm very lucky that Ez is a midwife. Oh, so yeah, yeah, sister-in-law, about that. Yeah. five minutes down the road, I think it was day three when your milk comes in and yes. I think I gave her a call like sobbing in the morning, just being like, I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. Like, yes, can you please help me? And like, yes. I'm sure she was in the same situation, but with way more knowledge when she had her bub. Yes. And bless her, comes over and sits on the bed and just lets me just ball to her and Queen. then get the boobs out let's yeah. see and like yeah. she was latching really well and she's like honestly like you're doing it she's just falling asleep yes. so like this is how you take her off this is how you change sides like this is what to look for yes and I was like fuck why didn't I get that two days ago I would have been like less yes. of a mess and just felt way more confident absolutely and it was like a 10 minute chat I'm like yeah. someone could have told me that they could have and like again and like should've. I said maybe it's because she's just been oh she was still feeding her bub at the time they're six months apart so like yeah. Maybe it was that really fresh experience of it. Maybe she went through the same thing. I'm not sure. Yeah. But like you should that have wasn't got that hard support. and no. that's all I needed. Yeah. And then I just like cried with relief and I was like, oh, sick. Okay. Like, yes. Well, then if that's what we're doing, we'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can breastfeed because I really wanted to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll just figure it out. Perfect. Perfect. And then we had the home midwife like maybe a few days later. I'm not yeah. sure. They're normally like day or two after and then like a week later I think yeah 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 each time her weight was perfect just coming back up so good we got the gold star from them <laughs> like I think she lost the 10 percent or so whatever's normal and then <laughs> and then yeah she was gaining it back and there was no problems yes everything else that they checked was great and then I was still linking in with the maternal child health nurse at Dalton Drive is where yes. I was going yeah and I think I must have gone for my two weeks Appointment like yes. a week later or something. Yeah. Uh, someone had to drive me because obviously the vacuum can't drive for six weeks. They say really, yeah, they treat oh. you like a Caesar. Jeez, you're that's not a bit like um, through insurance allowed to drive. Ah, oh. so Hectic. like Ez was driving me around, or like Mum was there for a little while. Like someone had to take us, which was just such an yeah. effort. And like we're so grateful to everyone that helped us. But so good. Otherwise, like we couldn't go anywhere. So yes, yeah. Ez or Mum took me to my appointment. Um, and by the two week, I think they were like, oh, okay, she still hasn't regained her birth weight. But like, you know, everything you're doing is great. Like everything yes. else is fine. They're like, she didn't have jaundice. All that was great. And they're yeah. like, oh, well, some bubs just take a little bit longer. Yeah. And the three week appointment, oh, okay, she still hasn't gained her birth weight back. Oh, well, like she's close, but like, yeah, just keep doing your thing. And then I think by four weeks, she'd finally regained it. And that's sort of like the, if it's not by then, like, let's get really worried and let's get some intervention so she just gained her birth weight back and then things were looking good yes and I think because sorry that was at four weeks four weeks I'm pretty sure yeah Yeah. three or four but either way they say like 10 days or by two weeks I should have gained it back so she was slow definitely to put on weight little skinny queen aren't you and she was having good feeds I thought so lots of wet nappies all of that was normal and like 
Good, like waking up and everything like that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then there was a while where she was sleeping through and was just like drowsy. So I had to keep setting alarms to start waking her uh, up. So that was when like her weight was still just like coming down. Like she was yeah. born around the 30th or so centile. And then yeah. she was just like tracking uh, down over those days. Still putting on weight, but just not yes. enough. As I think they want you to put on 150 grams or something a week in the early months. And she yeah. was putting on like 80 or 100 or something. It just wasn't yeah. quite enough. And that's like the average and the minimum. So like she still yeah. wasn't even meeting the minimum. Yes. Um, so that's why I was just like weekly going to the Dalton Drive Child Health Nurse for checking. And it was just like way, length, everything, like every time. And I was constantly seeing someone different. Uh. So I remember being really annoyed that I didn't have a private midwife that could have helped like with the continuity of care. That would have helped a lot. Because yeah. I was so stressed, like I was saying to you earlier, like it was like, I was just anxiety ridden. All I could think about was her weight. Like she would cry for too long and I'd be like, she's losing weight. Oh my God, I have to feed her. And I was just a mess. That's so hard. Because someone had been like, okay, well, if she drops down too low, it's going to be like hospital, NG tube. Like this is the worst case scenario. And I was like, I know that. You don't have to tell me that. That's in the back of my mind. I'm well aware. Thanks for scaring me every time I come in. Yes. And like, because it was someone new, every time I had to retell my story and I was like, oh, I'm so frustrated. Just read the notes. Like, why are we going through this again? Like, and I was so annoyed. And they'd be like, well, has she had wet nappies? I'm like, yes, like everything makes sense. There was yes. no tie. She was checked like three times for a tongue or lip tie. None of that. And I was like, well, what's going on? Like, yeah. she was just a sleepy bub. That's really hard. Mm. That's really hard. Yeah. So that's when we were ch- like setting the alarms and I'd probably wake up, which sounds lovely because it's not a lot, but I'd probably wake up like three times in the night between like 9 and 9 p.m. and 7 a.m. Yeah. Set the alarms to wake her up. Like mm-hmm. she would very rarely wake up on her own. So yeah. it was always me being like, okay, take off your nappy, make you naked, really annoy you, yeah. have a feed. And we were doing like full skin to skin, like I would get naked, she would get naked wow. to feed because I was making sure so we were doing good. everything that they recommended. Good on you. Well and like, done. yeah, keeping her like sort of cold so she'd stay awake and then like change her nappy again and annoy her, do the other side, <sighs> do it again. I was just wasting so many nappies because I was like, well, this is the best way to wake you up and annoy you. Yeah. And I was like tickling her neck and like pinching her and like so all the things hard. they told her to do which is so counterintuitive you don't want to hurt her and make her cry and, I, make her cold. Yes. and you want her to go back to bed but I then you're know. there keeping her like actively awake to feed and it's just such an interesting story what you're saying where like she was fine and she was a well-termed baby yeah and for some reason yeah she just wasn't waking up wasn't that hungry yeah. but then like obviously not losing weight as such but as you say going down the yeah percentiles, there were one or two weeks idea. where she did lose weight yeah. um not a lot but she was losing that's when everyone started to like alarm bells like we got down to like I think the third centile and they were like wow. okay like we've got to do something now uh, and it was like okay well you'll try feeding every two hours all through the night and I was like yeah we'll do that we'll just set alarms and I'll just feed her 24 hours a day every two hours so I was doing that waking her up from day naps waking her up in the night no it was just breastfeeding for now because I I just wanted to stick with the breastfeeding yeah yeah and I was like okay we'll do that I'll just feed her heaps and that should be enough to put on yeah and it's still and she just kept dropping and then I was like okay then she said all right well what about we pump on top of and give her whatever you pump right after so then I'd pump – I wasn't doing it overnight. Like that yeah. was – luckily it wasn't that bad, her weight yeah. loss. Yeah, yeah. So I was still pumping We're like still five, six times a day, day, I think, on top of breastfeeding on demand around the clock. Oh. And still that wasn't enough and she was still dropping. And then they said, all right, well, you're going to have to do formula top up How on top of a top up. How much pump, like for a bottle? I reckon like early – I think the first pump I ever did, Ez was there <laughs> – 
course, <laughs> as is there for all of it. I think I got like 60 mil total. Yeah, that's and not bad. Everyone that's was like, oh my God, like Ez had prepared me for like, because I was mentally unstable at this point. <laughs> and she was like, be prepared for like nothing. Some people yes. pump nothing or they get yes. a dribble. And I was like, yes. okay. And the milk was just pouring out. And I was like, well, this is a good sign. I don't yeah. have an undersupply, I don't no. think. No. And then I, I was already on Domperidone from then. I was taking all the lactation like teas cookies. and cookies and whatever. Uh. And I was like, I don't even know if they work. I took the, um, oh, what is it called? Fenugreek. Oh, fenugreek, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And there was something else in it. Blessed thistle or something? Yes, is that a thing? yes. Yeah, that is. I read a study on the millionth time I was awake feeding her. For some people that can have the opposite effect and can lower your milk supply. Wow. So shout out. I stopped taking that and the supply sort of like stayed high. Interesting. So I don't know. Maybe I was just one of those people that just didn't work well for. Interesting. Or maybe it was something else, but... I did read a few – and they were not super scientific, of course. No. They were just like a random the anecdotal study. never is. They're always the yeah. shittest quality. Well, like you say, there's no money in it. No yes. one's going to back it. Exactly. But, yeah, I did read a study that said that. So I'm like, oh, can't make it any worse. Let's yes. stop taking that and see if it makes a difference. And I think it did. I was pumping slightly more. Interesting. So I was like, maybe that was also yes. like contradicting like what I was doing. And um, then that she that was still not quite enough, and you were yeah. having to do formula so Then we did formula top up yeah. on top of EVM top up yes. on top of breastfeeding. So I was triple feeding, is uh, what they call it, and it was relentless, relentless. And that was when Nate was in ICU, working enormous days, uh, like seven on, seven off. Far out. So it was a lot, and like he basically didn't see Lil. Like yeah. she was asleep still when he left. She yeah. was asleep when he came home. Obviously, she woke up in the night, but she just wanted to feed. Yeah. So it was just me. So he would maybe like give her a quick cuddle, change a nappy, hand it to me. That would have been And that was his interaction with her sometimes for weeks at a time. Oh, wow. So it was like we were saying, it was full on like solo parenting. And I just felt like I was just in the trenches on my own. Obviously I had Ez. She was on maternity leave and thank God she was. Oh, thank goodness. And like, you know, mum and friends to text and things. But like. Your parents aren't here or anything. No, they're five hours away. Yeah. Um, and mum came over for a while and helped like when I couldn't drive and when Nate went back to work initially, she was at home with us for maybe two weeks, I think. Yeah. Which was amazing. Like I wouldn't have survived without mum doing that. Yeah. So I was really grateful. Like we did have a lot of support. Obviously yeah. a lot of people have a lot more and like grandparents yeah. are like right there around the corner, which would help yeah. a lot more. But we got by with the support we had. Um, oh, but in hindsight, I'm amazing. like, I wish I kind of had someone else like a private midwife or someone sort of like yeah in my corner yeah and like we said the continuity of care if it was the same person it would have really helped well even for next time if you're interested and for people at home who feel the same there's um have you heard of coast life families they're in the same building as me and caitlin they're um child health nurse lactation consultant and like neonatal nurse practitioner so it's a duo yeah um to epic chicks and um yeah you like book appointments with them and you see them continuity every time okay so it is like they don't come to your home so if that's what you're after it's different but yeah that's a really great way for continuity and they like remember your whole situation and they're so talented at what they do okay that would be awesome that's a good way for the continuity but um yeah i definitely hear what you're saying and i think that's really great to like even in pregnancy, preempt. Okay, the support's not going to be heaps. Mm. You know, I almost like need to pay for that support, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And like I Nate took his maternity leave when I was still pregnant because we kind of uh, had to book a date. Yeah. And in hindsight, I would have just said forty-two weeks. Yeah. And like go earlier if we could, but we didn't really know. And 
you honestly yes. are preparing for like, oh, I won't go to 42. That won't no. happen to me. Like no. you think, oh, due date. Yeah, the baby will sort of come around totally. there. It'll be fine. So I think we had 10 days with him with me. 10 days. And then he went back to work. So it wasn't a lot. And we wanted yeah. a – we kind of had a month, but we had two weeks before that yes. painting our house. So Exactly. That's oh. how we sort of wasted two weeks of his mat leave. It's so hard to know, isn't it? Yeah. I think actually – I think that one time that I ran into him was when he very first went back. Yeah. And he was like – so excited and he was talking about the birth and he was saying how amazing and he was you could just tell he was like so I don't know I don't know if guilty is the right word but he was like oh I feel really bad yeah, I think he'd it's feel a lot horrible pain. leaving every morning like yeah. if I was awake he'd come and give me a kiss and be like I'm so sorry I have to Aww. go to work can I get you breakfast or something before I go and I was like sure like that's all you can really do so yeah, yeah. sure do that <laughs> yeah and yeah. yeah it was hard on him like it was hard on everyone yeah because yeah. like he felt bad he wanted to be felt at home guilty. that's what we had planned yeah. for so yeah it wasn't yeah, going to plan really hard on you yeah. yeah yeah um and then yeah you were saying you got to that three week mark and everything kind of turned around three months three months sorry I meant to say yes. yeah it's like she just I don't know got more efficient was bigger had more energy I have no yes. idea and I just was slowly weaning I stopped the formula top-ups first before the three-month mark. I was mm. – like her weight was sort of stabilising and I was like, mm. okay, well, we'll drop that first and we'll go back to just pumping and feeding, mm. which again was still crap. But I was like, yes. okay, that's good because in my head, like I said to you, I wasn't against formula but I thought the second I give them formula, my breastfeeding journey would be over. Yes, yes. Obviously not the case but that's what I thought in my head. Yes. Because you're not logical often. Yeah. You're not really sane with your thoughts. You catastrophize sometimes. Yes. So yes. that's what I decided was going to happen in my head. So I wanted to avoid that. Yeah. So yeah, we stopped the formula top-ups and then we were still pumping and feeding. <laughs> and then just like slowly I would drop like a pump a day and I'd go like, okay, well today I'll just do three. So then I'll do two. And then I got down to just one every night after she was asleep because she'd sleep for like maybe four or five hours Amazing. when I first put her to bed. And then I'd get up by like midnight and feed her and by then she was waking up on her own hungry. Like yes. she was just sort of like doing her thing by then. Yes. And I remember being really nervous to stop that final pump because I was like, oh, what if that's what I need to keep my supply ticking along? Because I have very skim milk, we found out. I have like basically no fat in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. When I'd put it in the fridge, normally you have like this big thick layer of like cream, I guess, on top. Yes. And mine would be like this tiny little layer of like... Oh my gosh! Not even a so centimeter, random. and I was like, "Oh, I make skim milk, cool." <laughs> <laughs> so I was eating like salmon, avocado, nuts, like all the fat every day, and I it wasn't changing. Mom, I'll have my latte on skim, please. Yeah. <laughs> Skinny queen, yeah. diet conscious. So yeah, that's just oh, a that's I researched really that. That's just a thing. Some people just make skim milk, and you apparently can't change the composition. It's just what you make. So you eating your avo and stuff doesn't affect. Well, it, it didn't make a difference for me, and from the research, like mostly, it's just like you make full cream, and I make skim. Wow. Yep. I wonder whether that would be why she struggled that. And first probably, three and probably, she wasn't getting like enough energy in the milk. It was more like watery, yes. and not like thick yes. and filling, because yes. she never got that like milk drunk. Like yes. until we started the top ups, then she'd be like oh, that's good, and, like, sort of eyes would roll back in her head and she'd get sleepy. Wow, right. Isn't that fascinating? I've mm. never heard of this skim milk thing until now. Random, hey? So random. Yep, yeah, I yeah, learned yeah. a lot. <laughs> it's wow. been a learning curve. That is a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Um, okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm. And then all of a sudden at three months, she just decided to start eating heaps, gaining heaps of weight. Yeah. And now you guys are in – she's eating food – yeah, now, yeah. Now she's ten and a half months. Yes, and then she's just breastfeeding. 
I feed her like maybe four times a day or four times in 24 hours, maybe five if she wakes up overnight. Yeah. At the moment, Nace in a moon boot. Did I tell you that? Oh, no. He's non weight bearing. He ruptures his Achilles. How did you do that? Playing futsal. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, it's just what we need. Because I was sort of saying to him, like, it'd be great to night wean. So, like, we know we need a few days in a row of consistently you going in, but he's on like a knee scooter or like hopping, and it's quite loud. And, like, if he has her, he can't, like, hop with her obviously and shake her around no way so I'm like oh that's fine I'll just keep feeding her until this like is over and oh, we're out of this space no. so does that mean he's not working or no he's at work he's just on his little Shit. scooter on his scooter <laughs> oh my god yeah he's gonna take two weeks off starting Wednesday just because okay. like he drives a manual and I was driving him and yeah he's just getting a bit hard so we just like take two weeks off to figure out what we do next to make it work okay 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 yeah. oh, you must be excited for that yes that'll be good yes. so I have to like uber him around which will be nice yeah like when you said this morning um to come here because you have to drop Nathan off I was yeah. like oh that's a bit random I feel like weird, but I doesn't have a car. No, yeah. like I'm just <laughs> dropping him off and picking him up. So. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would get a bit old, especially when you're having to like take a baby with you everywhere. Yeah, the yeah, times don't really suit bit. Lil. No. And by five o'clock, she's like, I don't want to sit in the car. No way. Yes. So she just like screams all the way there and back and then we get home. So oh, that's dramatic. It's not enjoyable. Yeah, fair call, fair call, fair call. But yeah, now oh, wow. she's 10 and a half months. She has three meals a day, snacks. Yep. So good. Yeah, breastfeed on top of that. So And good. like I was saying, I pump the days I'm at work or the days we're apart. Yes. I just went back to work last week and she'll have like two bottles of EBM at daycare and like there's always a bottle of formula in case. Yes. She doesn't always need it because normally she's full and it's fine, but sometimes yes. she'll have it. So good. And like she'll happily take bottles, take formula, all of that now. So Amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. So do you have any, um, I guess, good realisations that you're like, oh, this would have been good to know? Um, throughout this parenting journey, aside from what we've talked about, like whether it be with the solids or even just parenting in general and that constant. Mm, a lot. Neediness. Parenting is humbling, yes. very humbling. Like we said, for a type A yes. person that's normally excel, like excelled at everything I did. Yes. It's tough to then be like, oh, I'm constantly failing every day. But yeah. <laughs> the big mindset shift for me was like, I'm productive even if I just sit in this chair and feed this baby. Yeah. I'm killing it. Like I'm doing the most. So that has been huge. Like Love that giving lesson. yourself the freedom to just like get through the day. You don't have to like clean the house, do the groceries, walk the dog. Like if you all just chill out and you eat two pieces of toast every meal, like that's fine. You're so doing fun. great. Like yes. in the early days, that's what you need. Just like the yes. permission to just do the bare minimum and just get through. Like, yes. honestly, no one excels at it. And if they tell you that, they're lying. Like, it is so tough. Absolutely. It is the biggest learning curve and it is so humbling. That's that's my motto. I, I think of what I learned in the first that. few weeks. I love that. And I feel like so many of my mamas are going to relate to that. As you yeah. say, like, yeah, a, con- a constant failure. Like, it's just the worst <laughs> feeling. Literally. The worst feeling. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, you can't even and get them to sleep. And then you're like, oh, I'm failing. Like, yes. whatever. She just doesn't want to sleep. It's fine. Yes, it's yes. It's all good. Try again now, later. It's fine. And, I, and I'm sure you, like, went through that whole experience with, like, the feeding. You're feeding her so much and she's not gaining weight. And then that's like, oh, what does that mean for me? Yeah. And yeah. it was very hard to not think of that as being my fault. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, that's my job to feed her. Yeah. And I can't do that. <sighs> So that, there must be something wrong with me. Yeah. But then like that's definitely not true because there's the people that just their milk doesn't come in. 
Totally. So they have to use formula or donor milk or whatever yeah. it is. And like, that's just not an option for and them. And they could be perfectly healthy. They could yeah. be perfectly X, Y, and Z. And Absolutely. That's just that. And it's not their fault. That's yes. just the way it worked out for them. And like yes. we said, the skin milk, it's not my fault. That's just what yeah. happened. Like, yeah. It took a while to sort of realize that and be like, oh, that's okay. Watch your head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, we'll just, we'll just deal with it. Yes, exactly. That's probably one learning curve. The other thing is like breastfeeding is natural as it is. It is hard. It's not easy. Mm -hmm. You both have no idea what you're doing and you have Mm -hmm. to learn it together. Mm -hmm. And it's a skill. It's not just like a thing. It is a skill you have to learn. Just Mm -hmm. like writing, like you have to Mm -hmm. learn it. It's You start out with zero knowledge. Totally agree. And that's something I always say to my new mamas is it is the most natural thing you'll ever do, but it won't feel natural to either of you. Yeah. Like it, it, yeah, it's not something that you you would think it's just intuitive, Mm -hmm. but it's not at all. I just think she'll just do it. Yeah. And she'll show me how to do it, but that is definitely not the case. Yes, 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 absolutely. That's such a good lesson. In reflection as well, going into like when you guys decide to have another baby, what kind of lessons would you take in for either your birth experience and or parenting stuff, pregnancy stuff, anything like that to reflect on? Like when we want a second? Yeah. Um, Like anything you do different or... I think, like we were saying, I think I sacrificed my mental health to make sure I was breastfeeding well and I would be far less willing to do that next time. Yes. Plus I'd have a toddler to look after. Yes. So it wouldn't probably be possible for me to just pump around the clock and drive myself insane. Totally. So I think I'd be way more willing to just be like, yep, give her the formula that was made to feed babies. Like, doesn't matter. Yes. Just have a bottle of this and we'll sort it out. Like, yes. and it's not my fault. This is just something we have to do and it might not be forever. And even if it is, that's fine. Like even if I have to do that until she was 12 months. Yes. That's fine too. Yes. Whatever, literally whatever you have to do for you all just to survive and get through. And like the end of the day, she's your priority. Yeah. Or they are your priority. So just like. Yes. Keep them happy. Keep them alive. Yes. (laughs) And you're doing your job. Absolutely amazing. And the other thing would definitely be like the paternity leave for Nath. Like timing that better. And taking a little bit longer Mm. because I think like – and I think it's going to be tough to go back to that newborn phase. Like no matter how many times you do it, I still feel like you're going to feel like a first-time mum being like, oh, Mm. my God, what do I do again? Mm -hmm. All the same issues will probably come back up. Like Mm. we might have feeding problems again. We might have sleep problems again, Mm. like all that sort of stuff. You just got to go through again. Mm -hmm. So it would be really nice to have Nath home for that longer period until we sort of like get on our feet with feeding and Mm -hmm. a routine because like there's going to be another baby to think about so that's going to be even harder than last time especially considering his days are so long yeah and they're only 10 hours now right okay um in ed but that's still a long time yeah and then that's around the clock sometimes it's night times and yeah there were times where lil would wake up eight ten times a night so it was just me totally oh i pressed something it's gone what's gone i can't hear myself Oh. Did oh. it run out of battery or did it come out? No, they're, they're plugged into the wall. Oh. Is it working? Um, yes, it looks like it. Oh, weird. No, I just can't hear myself. Um. What did you do, Lily? <laughs> <laughs> that's initially what I thought as well. I was like, that's not fair. She's not even here. <laughs> um, that's really weird. That's weird. I don't mind. I can still talk. That was so sudden as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like fine. Then I was like, oh my God, I literally can't hear anything. Yeah. Now I'm like um, all like muffled, you know? Yeah. 
Oh, well, if it's working, well, that's fine. Well, that's fine. I reckon, mm. I reckon let's do that. Yeah, weird. No idea. Um, <gasps> Strange. Yeah, good lessons. Good mm. lessons, yep. A good paternity leave is yep. awesome if, if possible. I appreciate it's not possible for everyone, but yeah. if possible, I think that's great. And the timing thing, like, that's ideal, but sometimes it's like – how do you time it? You know, yeah. like there's no way you could have known 42 weeks. Exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, we just plan for 42 weeks next time. Mm. And if the baby comes earlier, take, take the leave weeks. earlier. But I know that's not possible for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. So true. Ah, oh, amazing. Any last wise words of wisdom you want to add? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm any wiser or just tireder. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think so. I yeah. feel like we covered everything. Perfect, perfect, but, yeah. perfect. Oh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Thanks Abe. for having us. Pleasure. We had so much and fun destroying your room. You did amazing. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. All of our podcasts are recorded live in the Facebook group, so you are not only the first to listen to the podcast, but you are able to ask questions throughout the podcast. If you wish to jump into the Facebook group, the link is in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you left a five-star written review, shared this podcast with someone who would appreciate, or even share your recent listen on your social stories. Talk to you soon.
Thank you.